and welcome back to the best thing you watched this week, or at least it's the best thing we watched this week. Hopefully you will enjoy this week's podcast. First, I want to say a massive thank you to those that listen on the audio section of this. We have reached 4,100 views, views, listens, listens, and that's really great. We seem to be building a a nice audience there. And a massive thank you to those that watch on our multiple channels, the Ruby Tuesday. That's me, Chris, from Movies and Munchies. As I hit my microphone there, that's going to be great audio. (laughs) (laughs) Is this irritating? (laughs) And everybody Uh. has left. Thank you for joining us. (laughs) Goodbye. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we've got a great show for you. We're going to be doing Gateway Part 2 because after the week of entertainment that we've had, uh, for me, it's been relatively good watching. But I've also once, once again been seriously frustrated with people. Uh, there is a, a certain group of people. I don't know what to label them. Well, I'm not gonna. Yeah. Because I don't think it'll be nice English words. But first... Hello, Chris. Hi, Reuben. How are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. Good. How hot is it there currently? Oh, well, in California, we are Satan's butthole, and we have burst mm-hmm. into flames, and yeah, it's it's triple digits here, like high triple digits. Um, but did you know in yeah. Death Valley on Thursday, mm-hmm. it was 127 degrees Fahrenheit? I don't know what that is because that's not a real number. We <laughs> Celsius, Chris. Celsius. Uh, what, what is that? Is that fifty? Is that what I said it was last night? I don't know. It's, oh yeah, if it's if it's fifty, then that is ridiculous. It's, Why? Yeah, it's it's stupid. So it, it's hot <laughs> in California where I'm at. It is, and and it doesn't seem to be going down at all. It's just <laughs> well later this week when it's you know. 43 and you're on fire i did suggest you cook an egg i would really like to see whether your egg will cook because it's so hot get a piece of metal chuck an egg out there and just you know yeah have an english breakfast (laughs) outside (laughs) i have to wash my car first (laughs) (laughs) yeah you probably need to do that yeah (laughs) Uh, but going to last week's movie competition for the the quizzes that we do every week yes uh i don't think there was anybody on my channel that commented on who won but on yours oh had almost um so nostromo was the closest he got two Mm -hmm. out of the three um he did get the nicholas cage reference from your first one uh couldn't place the movie that's the rock so that's the one I did get. I knew that one. I was I was proud of myself for that. Um, the second, not the rock, the actor, but the the movie. Yeah, yeah no, I don't smell what's cooking. Um, <laughs> no, correct. The the what is it? Michael Bay? Is that it? Um, yeah, Michael uh, Bay, yeah. Alcatraz, Sean Connery. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Mm. Um, yes, money, money. Yeah. <laughs> nice goat. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> Second movie. This reminds me of a Scottish Highlander. Sorry, keep going. Yeah, well, there can be only one. Um, except <laughs> in that he played like but... he was almost Spanish because he had spent so many time, so much time with the Moors. Anyway, we digress massively. <laughs> um, <laughs> the second movie, Back to the Future Three. Nostromo got that. Um, yeah. I think Elijah Talbot got that also. And um, then the final one was Top Gun. Uh, the original, yeah. not Maverick, and the original, uh, and a more obscure quote that people aren't really used to, yeah. which is why I think a, a lot didn't get it. Yeah, those last two nice. I didn't get. So 
I'm looking forward to what uh, Tolbert, Elisha Tolbert, whether he can take the lead from our Nostromo, who is generally the winner, or can somebody else sneak in there? That'll be really fun. Yes. Uh, but should we do this week? Yes, please. Stomp me, which <laughs> I, <Okay>. yes. <laughs> There's a tiny door in my office, Maxine. It's a portal and it takes you inside. Oh, I think I know what this one is. Yeah, I don't want to say the, the next two words because it's the title it, of the movie. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> okay, yeah. No, don't say it then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, next one. <laughs> okay, there's only two words, or I can say the whole line, but I'll just say the two words and see if you get it first. Okay. Dead rhino. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm so hungry I could eat the ass and out of a dead rhino. Oh, dang it. I, kn- I didn't do this in the right accent. I know that one, but I can't I can't place it. I am so hungry I could eat the, the <laughs> I'm so hungry I could eat the ass end out of a dead rhino. That that is my American accent, people, and I don't know why it totally went to a dead rhino, y'all. <laughs> yeah, it went very <laughs> southern. Not, um, it went or really Texas? southern. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we'll just add that as a as a a sneaky to to put you off. <laughs> but it is an American accent, so just to draw you back, but not <laughs> Alabama. <laughs> Oh, oh goodness. Okay. <laughs> okay. And coming in with a theme of something we're going to talk about today, everybody should know this quote, whether it's from the movies or from the meme. One does not simply walk into <laughs> Walmart. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and come out unscathed. <laughs> oh, that's uh, so good. Oh. I love him. Okay. Outstanding. <laughs> nice. All right. So let us know in the comments, uh, what are those three movies? Uh, you know, you, you get bragging rights. That's really all you get. Yes. But hey, it, yeah. there you go. Well, we mentioned your name as well. Well, sure. If you yeah. want. So, yeah. Cool. All right. Can I ask a question? You can. Whether I answered. Yeah, well. Who knows? Fair enough. Bob's yeah. your uncle. <laughs> See, I don't know. Annie's your aunt, apparently. Annie's your aunt. What's... There's so many weird English sayings because you have Bob's your uncle and that just means yeah, right, right? Like, <laughs> right. Like, that's, that's so we- left. Correct. Okay. <laughs> Clear <laughs> as mud. Here we go. So, do you, and this is, this is apt for what we do, but do you think awards mm-hmm. like movie awards, awards shows, are they actually good indicators of a film's quality? No. <laughs> Would you care to expand? <laughs> I think, I think for me, the the ones that will probably stand out to most people is the Academy Awards, the Oscars, right? That's the big one. Sure. And then you have the BAFTAs in the mm-hmm. UK, which is also has quite a renown to it. And then there's the MTV Movie Awards, and then there's the my favorites for the worst, the Razzies, the Razzies, yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which always cracks me up. I remember in the same year, the Catwoman won for uh, the worst film. And then that actress won for, she got an Oscar as well that year. I think it was for Monster. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, Monster's Halle Berry Ball? for Monster's, Monster's Ball. Ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and she went. She's one of the few actresses that ever, like, actually went to the award ceremony. So kudos to her. Yes. Like, well done. Uh, I think the Oscars used to stand for something. 
I really feel like they don't anymore. Many, many people just, everybody I talk about, it used to be an event. Yeah. Like in the late 90s, early 2000s, people like, I would say general people, not just film critics, mm -hmm. stayed up to watch uh, The Host, which is fantastic, uh, normally really funny, at the expense of the people in the crowd, not the not of that that are watching in the audience. Mm -hmm. uh, and even though it was long, you got to see all the all the awards yeah. represented. Now there are so many films that just get shunned or shied away from. We've had these. I, I'm gonna say white guys represent representing films for yeah. a long time. A mm -hmm. big part of who who was saying yeah these are the films that should get in and it wasn't a clear representation and the more we became aware of that the more people just didn't want to know and they took so long to make a change that the films that kept getting passed by because they were either a superhero film or that actor just always seemed to get passed by i mean how long did it take um leonardo dicaprio to win uh for best at something and there i could name 10 films that that year he should have won over that other person and it should have been up to quality not on the person or so many other aspects like 100 there were other things going on that affected the voting of that and i think people just didn't believe there's no faith in it so now it's more like some people trust critics that they watch like mm -hmm. us that we have some people like I generally agree with what they, they like, so I'll hear what they say and then decide for myself. I think that's the way it should be. I do feel like people need, to, well, people who make films need to be awarded for what they do, but I don't think they should be held up like gods. They're just actors. It is just a job at the end of the day. Uh, it's another job. Like if we're going to do that, we should have award ceremonies for surgeons and watch that, yeah. uh, doctors, uh comparing that i understand it's entertainment like football you know is a religion in england american mm -hmm. football's i guess the same yes. in the u.s yep so you asked a big can of worms there because i have a lot to say that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think the like i used to watch the academy awards also i mean we would just you know, it, it was the event. You're right. I mean, you sit down and it just was fun. Like, yeah. yeah, it totally was. Um, and I didn't agree with a lot of them. You know, I, I do like I like that it would expose me to certain things that maybe I wasn't aware of, you know, because it would it would tend mm. to go uh, sometimes more fringe. These weren't these weren't the movies that um, that were necessarily broad appeal. So I, I'd appreciated that it would bring out more, you know, awareness to some of these but I think now, well, and maybe even then, I just wasn't as aware of it. But you know, I mean, it's a it's it's movie people giving themselves awards, and yeah, that's where it yeah. kind of that's what it feels like. Yeah. yeah, like I like the People's Choice Awards because I think mm. it's truly this is the fans. This is what we yeah. like the most, and you know, and I think that's a good that's at least a good barometer for. Mm. for the general tone and the acceptance of and that's a, what it should be about chris it should be just about the people that's who you're making the movies for right supposedly yeah i don't know <laughs> i mean because if you if you call this art which it is you have to there has to be the audience right i mean i guess i guess i guess an artist can make art for just themselves but then why would you use a distribution house why would you use a major studio you would just I mean, last year was the epitome of how wrong it's gone. 
because you can have an actor like Will Smith, everybody at that point respected. Most people respect him as an actor and as a person. But for him to think it's okay for him to react in front of millions of people, him big enough because that's how big of a star he's become to, for somebody saying an off-kilter joke. Mm. But it's Chris Tucker saying an off-kilter joke. Like, come on. Sure. It's Chris Tucker. Chris and Rock. he walks up on stage. Uh, sorry, Chris Chris Rock probably would have been Chris Tucker as well, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Chris Rock gets up and then he goes and slaps him. You just how far removed are they from the real world like like come on <laughs> yeah yeah i do like i wish oh i don't know i i think from a from a standpoint again of going to bringing awareness to maybe some films that we didn't know about i like that mm. i think that there there yeah. is value within there i'm not sure it speaks to quality necessarily i'm not sure that it, it elevates the movie you know, to be some kind of, um, oh, wow, this is actually really good. I think some of that is, is uh, what's the, like, it, it's fake prestige. It's mm. people wanting to puff up something because they think that it should be puffed up. You know, this is, yeah. this is high art. Or I like this because it's supposed to be fringe or it makes me sound or feel like, uh, what I can't think of the word. My words have just left me. I don't. It. <laughs> I don't know. They. I just. I. I like them. To some degree, I think though more so from an entertainment standpoint. If I just want to see some of the things you know that people are talking about, or whatever. Okay, that's great. Awards shows can bring some notoriety to certain things, but I think if you yeah. use, I think if you use that only. As the as the gauge of whether or not a movie yeah. has quality or is worth seeing, then that's that's a flawed system there. That we definitely don't want to do that. So no, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice question. Yeah, it's a big subject that one. Yeah, unfortunately, it doesn't. It never. It, it didn't need to. Didn't need to be, but it's become that way. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. You want to dive into some of the best things that we watched this week? Some of the best things we watched this week. I uh, Thankfully for me, this was in the second week of Pooh. Mm. Uh, well, I've, I felt like I watched great fantasy and I watched great sci-fi. Uh, and that's a nice com- combination. I, I enjoy that. Those are my two kind of niches, that and anime. So whenever I do that, um, I'm like, finally, I'm out of the rut. But I suppose we could start with the big one, Chris. You know, there's there's been a big title of a couple of episodes that dropped this week. Yes. That we can talk about and maybe get out of the way. Yes. And at the same time, we can talk about the gatekeeping yeah. part two. Yeah. Part deux. Part deux. Like Hot Shots part deux. <laughs> yes. We are talking about Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power. I saw this in the theater. Um, they nice. Cinemark yes. <clears throat> here yeah. in the U.S. Cinemark um, did a did a, a fan screening type of thing. So if you're part of their their loyalty club, uh, you could get free mm. tickets. And so I grabbed some free tickets, and when we went and saw it on win- Wednesday night, I think, and mm. you know a day before it actually came out on Amazon, so it <clears throat> no big deal. There weren't a lot of people in my screenings, which was which was weird. It was it was fairly um, empty there, but. Mm. I had fun with the show. 
so far. I mean, come on, we've watched two episodes, right? The, yeah. uh, the, I think if you go in thinking that this is going to be like Lord of the Rings, I think you're, you're, you've got your expectations wrong. Um, this is mm. not only from a timeline standpoint happening way before, but yeah. the, it's not done by Peter Jackson. And so it is, no. you know, the presentation, it's faster, I think, in a lot of ways. Like, it's 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 moving along. Um, the way this starts out is they've introduced a whole bunch of storylines. And mm. my hope is that they're going to converge as we get towards the end. Like, there's going to be these ties in, you know, tie-ins. You think yeah. back to Fellowship yeah. of the Ring, we start out with a singular storyline that then branches yeah. out, you know, to yeah. then come back. And so it... I mean, it's different. Um, I some of the acting in this I really enjoyed. I loved the dynamic when um, Elrond goes to the dwarves and him and um, my favorite parts of the two episodes. Him and Doran, is that it? Right? Yeah, I think Doran. Yeah. yeah, I just wanted more of them. I thought this is where you're excelling when you stop all your action and your and your cinematography and your expense and your budget it all looks great and i'm enjoying it but when you get down to the relationships and you start building character that's when it was shining because those two fantastic well and doran and his wife the the that banter argument yeah. the snarkiness the, yeah uh, we were so real we laughed <laughs> i mean that was yeah I, I thought it was very humorous. I thought it was witty. I, I, I mean, like I felt that relationship, like you could feel this this loving relationship, but they don't always see to eye, eye to eye. You know, I mean, it felt real. It was, yeah. And I felt the, the disappointment from Elrond as well, like in himself, not realizing, you know, the, the time yeah. that he's been away, like how it was like, oh, that I really should have seen that. This is my close friend. And then, I just want to put a, a stopper in like where we are yeah. right there with that and just say, let's just talk about the actual story. It's from an appendices. They have the rights to appendices. Uh, so it was always going to be a different look at Middle Earth. It has the Lord of the Rings title to it, but your Gladriel, your Elrond, they're going to be different. And here comes the gatekeeping kind of part of the conversation is we have the Tolkienites out in force. And it's weird to me how they think that this is not what Tolkien would have wanted. How do we know what Tolkien would have wanted? We don't know. <laughs> you can't speak for him or his family. He produced something with the technology he had at the time, which was writing <laughs> and books. Now we have television and film, and we're expanding on this fantasy genre world in a massive event because it's huge, the most expensive thing that we've ever seen. Now, I can understand people not liking it and having a genuine reason for that, like a reasonable, I didn't like it because this character just means so much to me. And even on the character basis, I would say the characters are different. So you need to take that perspective and ship that out of the water a little bit because even uh, Gladriel, she's going to be different to the Gladriel, you know. It's also a few hundred years before, yeah. so we don't know what makes Gladriel Gladriel in Lord of the Rings. We know a little bit from the books, but from the appendices, we don't know what they all went through in that time. So they're taking an idea of what she went through and building up that character probably to the point of the Lord of the Rings if you still want to make it canon in that yeah. storyline. I don't think you should. I think it should be its own thing. Because we have so many hundreds of years to work with, why not build on the law that there is there, their own law, their own story? 
So that was my little kind of like, I, I, I understand where you're coming from if you don't like it. I don't understand the massive re review bombing. Amazon have jumped on board and gone, okay, we're holding all reviews now for the next 72 hours. That was just a few hours ago because they mm. can't believe that the disparity, <laughs> this, what's the word? Like discrepancy. It's gone. Yeah. There's no, there's no in between. No. There's just, we love this or flipping hate it. Yep. And then the comments are so hurtful once again, like the racism that we have with uh, the, the African-American actress who was fantastic. And the argument is that you can't be black uh, because you're a dwarf and you live underground. Therefore, there's no skin pigmentation. This is a fantasy world. No, who, no, no, who no way. what goes? <laughs> uh, no, you cannot talk to the realism of this fantasy show. The <laughs> are you serious <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. I, that is a big part of the the nonsense and also the whole thing about tolkien hating it uh tolkien wouldn't have liked this they speak for tolkien yeah I'm... this is gatekeeping like this is exactly what we were talking about last week people taking something and new people coming in and doing something with something that they love fair enough you love it great i love it it's probably the best trilogy of all time and in your opinion and probably in my opinion as well but they're just our opinions from two 40 year old dudes middle-aged you know we're we're basically living in middle earth in our own minds that's just our opinion and your opinion is just your opinion doesn't make it factual or right but people are stating like blanket statements it's not it's crap tolkien would have hated this it's like who are you at the end of the day yeah, I I don't. Sorry. Why can't you let somebody I, like something? Get really upset with this. That's one. that's the other thing that I don't right? understand. Especially in the the thing that gets me with with this series or any of the other ones is unless you are a writer, a star of this, one of the directors, a producer, then shut the hell up. You right? You, you have no you have no vested interest in this succeeding or failing shut up yeah exactly just if you yeah. don't like it turn it off if you like it then watch more of it i don't understand the i don't understand the hate and the vehemence that comes from from this or from any other toxic fandom it's just entertainment at yeah, the end of the day I, I, right? well in it's such a it's a weird passion to to take that passion and make it toxic it makes me sad for people that i mean like i i looked at some you know just some of the reviews well not some of the reviews just comments across the board on all over the place um and mm. it's like wow you you must not be happy i mean that yeah like what is going on in your life but that th there's a lot of people then that are really struggling yeah, if that's how they react just, to this sort of stuff yeah, I mean, I loved, I don't know about you, going back to the story, I mean, the... And yeah, let's get back into the actual... The, the oh, and I can't, Erundir, is that his name? The the elf, the, um, yeah, you know, he's a black elf, holy crap, again, we we can't have this. <laughs> oh my Sh gosh, what? Shut up. In a fantasy show with dragons and... and, and oh my gosh, uh, again, I go and back... magic... And you know what, I want, I want people... <laughs> all over the world to watch a show and go hey that looks like me to be able to pull somebody out from the show and then feel an instant connection uh. to it because somebody in there looks like them it, it anyway i love like i don't know anything about this dude he's um he may be 
he may turn out to be very timid, um, but he seems like um, – Oh, he's got a presence about he's him for on sure. edge, right? Like he, mm. he's the one that's that's observant and, and feeling yeah. things. Like he's got the tingle in the force. Um, Mm. You know, like he's the Peter Tingle. Yeah. yeah, he knows something that's going on. <laughs> and um, I, oh, my gosh. And then the, that whole the the way the orcs are moving. Oh, my gosh. Can you can we just say how they've made orcs scary again, like proper? Because I didn't think they were that scary in the, the original trilogy. No, the 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 first book, The Hobbit, right? Like mm. the Lord of the Rings did it right because it was practical. But then we went digital, unfortunately, and I wasn't a huge fan of that. But here, the costume design and just the presence of them, when we see from a hole the claw come out and just i was like flipping heck this is actually scary the way they're filming it the way they're shooting it i was like damn fair enough yeah your enemies are damn scary they should be (laughs) if you read the description of them of what they are well yeah and i want i want there to be this tension in there i want you know the kid in the in the thing barely looking through you know trying not to make right the the mom knocking the thing off in the closet you know and that oh it it becomes engaging at that point because now I'm just I'm going along with the characters. Even if yeah. even if you look at it from there is still a lot going on in the story. Like we're bouncing from here to here to here to here. I mean, again though, we're two episodes in. We we're just exactly establishing. But I get it. I know what they're doing. This is not a trilogy of a of a movie that we're mm-hmm. gonna see once every year yeah. or two years. This is something that they need to establish of what the story is going to be. Yeah. So they've done all three films at the same time basically right starting from their beginnings mm-hmm. their respective so as they're introducing all those new characters we're getting to see new locations yeah. and sets and what they've been doing the whole time and it's stunning i mean it's so pretty but we're also getting like encounters with uh the worm snake like in the ocean which was fantastic you know it 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 went from cuz i've heard some people going uh oh, gladrell's too powerful because of this um interaction she had with the ice troll and how she took it down that kind of thing but then it really humanizes her and shows us she's not all powerful like just in the ocean she almost died a number of times you know there's i really like the fantasy bits that they showed us the comparisons of things that we've seen in lord of the rings but then building on maybe lore that we haven't seen so we saw uh uh, a troll in the dungeon and then <laughs> we saw an ice troll and the whole thing about you know S- Saruman is it not Saruman? Sauron Sauron mm-hmm. Sauron not Saruman Sauron you know the the mark and how that comes about the the link to her brother there are moments that they're just building characters and I was I mean I was just I was on the ride and the score oh so good it, it is well and it's got so many different like themes in there too like there was kind of a western type of theme that was mm. coming through at one point and you just yeah yeah dude okay i like i liked that um galadriel was experiencing the um the hate and the um yeah the tension from humans you know yeah within there like it's like ooh. That's, I mean, there's, there's, we don't have the full context of everything, but doesn't that, isn't that awesome that it makes it so much more powerful when they finally decide to fight together? Yeah. 
to it take does. on sorry i mean you have to yeah. overcome this massive like it's basically racism you know i mean it's mm. oh, for it's sure. a race it of is. elves it's, they it's, don't the humans it's a race of elves the, the race and, of and, and as humans like, they yeah. don't like each other and they're you're lesser than because you're a human or an elf yeah, yeah for sure yeah it's but i like the fact that it was the elves across the land that was kind of protecting Everybody. All of them, even mm-hmm. the humans, you know, just watching for this if this enemy comes back because this enemy is so powerful. Uh, oh man, I got shivers. The the one point where she's in, they're hunting for Sauron, and I can't feel the flames, and there's the evil is so thick in here. There is no warmth coming from it. I was like, dude, that line is awesome because it evokes the presence of what's going on. Yeah. So good. Yeah. I, I'm i having a blast with it so far. I mean, we've yeah. we've seen, again, I can't reiterate this enough. We've seen two episodes. You know what I mean? It mm. would be like watching the first hour and a half of The Fellowship of the Ring. And then, <laughs> oh, hi, kitty. Hello, cat. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, that was the best photo bomb ever right there. That was great. Demon cat is right here. Oh, man. That's so funny. Um <laughs> For anybody listening on the podcast and didn't see the video, Ruben's cat had gotten on his desk and just like took over the camera. <laughs> oh my gosh, he's he's been naughty. He's behind the camera now. He's knocking things over. Oh, I think he wants my attention. I, possibly. Oh, that's so funny. Oh goodness. Well, I mean, I'm I'm looking I'm looking forward to seeing where this goes. I mean, you mm. know, the the money that they've poured into it from the graphics. Uh, you, speaking of that, the visuals. Think about like when we see in in the Peter Jackson trilogy, we basically only see, um, and then of course the ty- the name goes out of my head. The the um, the Elven um, city. Oh, the kingdom, the heaven. Well, well, no, in the in the trilogy, we only see the one place. Oh, the um, one place. Yeah, you know, and we we've seen three. So many different. I mean, it's like, and it's expansive. And I, I hope we dive into more of that. At it's like some a point. metropolis. It, it feels like, yeah, like living, breathing cities. And it's like, yeah, of course there would be. Yeah. That makes sense. Even like the smithies, you know, yeah. that they would have had to have. Uh, when yeah, and when it's it's all this is all pre Sauron with the rings. Yeah. So there hasn't been yeah. the devastation and the the widespread monster-sized war that the that does come, you know. Uh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm having a blast. I, yeah. I don't know what those that didn't enjoy. I don't know what you saw. I've read the books multiple times, both The Hobbit and uh, Lord of the Rings. And when I say multiple times, six or seven times, I've read oh. all of them through. I've, I don't know how many times I've watched the extended editions yeah. of the Lord of the Rings and the trilogy as well, even though I, they're not as good, but I still enjoy them. The, the Hobbit trilogy. Mm. Uh, yeah. Big fan. Yeah. Played all the games as well. So to say to me, well, oh, you're not a true fan. If you enjoy this. Chill. <laughs> how much did you get <laughs> paid, been paid for your review? You've been paid not to say that. You can say to, to review bomb it because uh some other fantasy series yeah hbo paid you because they've got a fantasy series running at the same time so yeah and why can't we enjoy both um house of the Love dragon and rings of power Love i'm enjoying it. both so far <laughs> man episode two i thought was even better than episode one 
House of the Dragon. I thought it was great. Oh my gosh, the machinations that are going on in the political realm. I mean that, mm. and and the the, the Arya Stark moment on her dragon. Oh. I don't know why I call her Arya Stark, but I, when she comes in and I, just oh no, Daenerys, refuses, you mean. Daenerys, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah and yeah. basically, you know, lands and goes. Yeah, you know, for those on the audio, I, I'm. I'm Plucking your shirt there. Scuffing, huh? yeah, yeah. What'd you say? Hawking, yeah. I'm scuffing my shirt. Uh, I'm I'm badass, basically. But I mean, you would be, wouldn't you, if you, you landed on the bridge with a dragon? Yeah. I mean, what a power play right there. And then, it was great. And then Hightower. Dude, that, this guy is, he, we've known he's bad news right from the start, but. For sure. Oh, my gosh. Just him slyly slyly mm. maneuvering through and just getting his way and then his oh his, the devastation <laughs> in Rhaenyra's eyes when king announces that he will be marrying the her best oh. friend <laughs> yeah yeah oh. yeah that was good i thought it was good it was, writing yeah it, totally. it, it was good not to have them know because of that reaction um Great fantasy. I mean, again, it's early days. It's well, yeah. the second episode, but they've built so much of the characters already. So I'm really looking forward to, I think part of what makes um, Game of Thrones good is the political side of it. Yes. Because it, it wouldn't be Game of Thrones without the, you know, there's political stuff and then there's dragon and sword and gruesome moments. Yes. Uh, that's kind of what the series is. Yep. So we've got a lot of, lot of fantasy running at the moment. Yeah. Really enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I got distracted by my cat. I don't know what's up, up with it. What, what what was top of your list this week? Well, uh, the Rings of Power was the top of my list. That was the that, okay. the, I, I really enjoyed that. I had a lot of fun with it. Um, mm. And I'm, I'm excited to see this this coming week where it's going to go. Um, nice. Next on my list, we are going to disagree. And that's okay. Um, my list is actually very short because unlike you, my week of watching was still very, very disappointing. I was You were wrong. I well Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, gatekeeper Ruben, thank you. Um <laughs> Yeah. You were paid, Chris. I was, yeah. You paid was, for your yeah, I'm not sure by whom, because if I <laughs> on a lot of the things I just didn't like, so that doesn't by Walmart. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Well, this one admittedly like from a a quality type of standpoint it's just middle of the road but oh wait are you actually gonna talk about what i think i you're, am you're not gonna t- chris well i don't know what do you think no. what do you think i'm gonna talk about love in the villa yes <laughs> oh my gosh no <laughs> dude ah, I, okay what the hell <laughs> dude, there, there are problems with it it is it but it's a rom-com and you know what it it just connected with me. It. I loved the snarky banter. You want to go to Ven- not Venice, Italy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, sure. That that you know that. But no, it was like Tom Hopper and Cat Graham. They're yeah. they're back and forth. It was cute and it was lighthearted. And you know, even there, I mean, they pull pranks on each other, which are very lighthearted pranks. These are not big. Ex- I'm sorry. Did you watch my review? <laughs> Lighthearted. That dude's reaction, allergic reaction. He could have died. He was almost dead at one point. The hives he was coming out. I was like, he, dude, he didn't die, so we're okay. Just, just put all that stuff. On. <laughs> Lighthearted. Ah, 
she didn't know. So see, it was innocent. It was some innocent. I'm fun sorry, there. I innocently killed you. Yeah, you know. Well, he told her she was. <laughs> oh, sorry, eating carry on, carry she, on. I interrupted. He told her she was eating your, your horse. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if I only got paid for reviews, dude. Do you know how I much know, better right? I would be? We able would to, be <laughs> I'd be able to quit my job. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be much better. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, yeah. wow. I need to look uh, into this. How do I get a... Do, how does one... Let's ask Google. Yes. Yeah. Oh, goodness. So, anyway, the the, the humor within it, I I, mm. I liked. It didn't make me mm. laugh out loud nonstop or anything else. There were, there were It was more... It was amusing. I chuckled through some of it. I had a smile on my face a lot of the time. Um, mm. It is ridiculous. Absolutely. Hands mm. down. It is absolutely a thousand percent predictable i mean there is every arc is extremely obvious it is telegraphed you're not selling me chris from a, you're not selling me but dude <laughs> they they click like i liked them i rooted for them to be together you know what i mean like it's, it's See, maybe that's the issue because i really like him mm. but i didn't buy her at all i just found her really rude and annoying I didn't like her from the get-go. I was just like, see, I I found her that way at the beginning, and that's how. But and and they did. A, I mean, she does a very quick transition there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, oh, the romantic side now. Yeah, yeah. It, is it perfect? Not by any means. Is it awesome? Not by any means. No. But it was a. It made me feel good. Like it, and it, I mean, that's that's what it needs to do, right? Right. Yeah. It was entertaining. I mean, that was the thing. Like, I don't think, like, if I think to some of just, like, because this is on Netflix, if I think to some Netflix rom-coms, um, this is yeah. not going to be top of my list to go back to. I mean, I love mm. Always Be My Maybe with Randall Park yeah. and um, Ali Wong. That one is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, love Hard, which <laughs> sh- love shouldn't Fantastic. work at all, and yet it totally does. And that. Oh my gosh! Okay, for anybody not on the video, I have cat butt now. That's what I see. That's awesome. <laughs> and a Let tail and root. Stop. stop swiping your tail at me. <laughs> we have gone off the rails. What is your problem? It's just animals gone wild here. Oh uh, my goodness! You, you keep going, Chris. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's so funny. But I mean, here's the thing: it, casual watch. It's oh. Dang, I don't even know what happened there. Wow, the cat knocked uh, off that was Ruben's cat, camera. That was cattail. Oh, yeah. goodness. But yeah, it's um, it's easy and it's casual and it's cute. And, yeah. and <laughs> when compared to a lot of the other things that I watched this week, that's, the, <laughs> that's where it also that's comes fa- into. That's fair enough. The, yeah. yeah. So tell me, what didn't so, you like about this? Well, let me say what I liked about okay, it first. Okay, fair enough. Okay, so I didn't, like, I was surprised more at your score because you gave it four mm. out of five. And I thought, flipping heck, the, the, the rom-coms to be four out of five, like Love Actually is a four out of five. Uh, Notting Hill is a five out of five. Mm. So when you're comparing it to the rom-coms, I was like, four is high for this film, even though I did enjoy it. And I, I gave it more than a half. I gave it 2.75. So it's more than halfway. <laughs> it, it had adding up to the... <coughs> excuse me this is 60 percent so i like the inclusion of the romeo and juliet story because mm-hmm. it was different they they tackled it differently and i thought that was really interesting so when i watched your review on it i thought yeah that's actually a really good point the romeo and juliet moments i liked i like hopper because i think he has really good comedic timing mm-hmm. um 
and the fact that they didn't go straight to now i'm in love because it was so predictable you knew what was going to happen and there's this moment where you think oh now it's the romantic bit and it wasn't for a bit and i thought that's clever i really wanted you to do that that was the only thing that was going to keep me watching Mm. and then the end where you think it's going one bit and you think oh this is the bit where they and then it does something a little bit different for a while sure sure because there's only so much you can do with this formula once you start this formula out like Mm -hmm. they did and of course, I'm biased on the location. I, I thought, yeah, cause having just been to Venice for two weeks, seen Italy, I thought the authenticity of the the, the food remark was hilarious. Yeah, where they said only eat where the locals eat, I was like, that is spot on. Because uh, expensive restaurants in Venice, their food was always rubbish. Mm. And then we were local, and we had food uh, where. It's just where the locals would eat, and it was phenomenal. Nice, um, yeah. So there was moments like that where I thought. Yeah, I really feel like they they got authentic Italy right, and mm. that was nice because you don't always get that in, in rom coms, and you always, I think you always sometimes when you're watching these things, you're like, how real is this? Is it actually like that? It's probably fake, you know, because it's Hollywood. Yeah. So all of that was quite good, uh, but I would still only give it two point seven five because it's unoriginal. You know where it's going. I didn't really like her. I think the acting was okay, but I think sometimes the dialogue. I think they could have shaved it somewhat. It did take a little bit of time to get to those moments. I was expecting it to get there. It's not a film I would mind putting on in the background again while we're having like a Sunday roast or something. Mm-hmm. Having that, it's definitely lighthearted and fun. Uh, yeah. So I don't have anything massively negative to say about it. I just don't think it was great. If Fair that enough. makes sense. Yeah, no, that, yeah. Legitimate. That's, and you know yeah. what? It You mentioned something. It It was a little long. I mean, I didn't notice the time as much as I thought I was going to, but when I saw mm. the runtime of it, I was like, Yeesh. "That mm. that does lo- that for for a rom com. That's that's a long time." Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So. Unless you are Notting Hill two or Love Actually two or About a Boy two, you have no right in <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> making long rom coms. Those are my standards for like the best rom coms of all time. There you go. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay, so moving on to next, we'll we'll do something completely, and now for something completely different, <laughs> uh, as as they say in England. Uh, there is a, I guess, it's not a new anime, it's a part two of an anime. Hmm. They dropped the, the, the latest 12 batch episodes on Netflix, um, and I'm just going to find the, the multiple pages I have here because my cat's butt moved many things, <laughs> including my mouse, which moved many things. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, okay uh jojo's bizarre adventure ocean stone ocean part two so netflix like acquired the rights to the jojo bizarre adventures anime which is based off a very popular uh, uh manga mm. manga however you want to pronounce it and the 12 episodes dropped this week now the thing mm. i love about this series particularly especially this story is it's the daughter of jojo and jojo is in a bit of a, a spot of bother he's basically dead and they're trying to bring him back oh. the thing that was great about this anime and also cringy at the same time it's one of those animes that says their powers when they use them <laughs> i'm gonna use them go you know like pokemon uh-huh. sort of thing um or hunting go there was this swedish animated sort of anime thing where like i choose you balthazar and uh, <laughs> that's that's what you got so you get that there it's also ridiculously violent ultra hyper bright focus like the animation style is so 
bonkers and bizarre. Mm. It really connects with what their powers are because every character that you meet that has one of these powers called stands that they're like discs that insert into your brain. Oh, um, <laughs> and it, you, you kind of have to watch it and they give you an ability of some sort and they're always weird. <laughs> and that for me is the awesome. my favorite thing. Like you never know what that character is going to do. The one character I did, like a few episodes ago had anti-gravity and, and if they affected you with it, that means everything you touch goes anti-gravity mm. and that means it affects the air. And so if you're an anti-gravity air, that means your blood is about to boil and your, your body is about to explode. They really think about what would that mean if you had that power actually and what could you do with it? So they, they go complex and then they go silly nice. and it's this weird mesh. And that's Jojo like from the beginning. It's it's hyper weird to to maximize the hyper weird story with the weird uh, animated style that mm. they're going for. And it's the same animator throughout from the first five seasons of Jojo has been the, you know, animating this story as well. You can watch all 24 episodes now of the full story oh, of wow. Uh, Stone Ocean because they dropped the 12 and then they dropped another 12 which is nice rather than doing uh, their episodic drops because they've been doing this uh, Netflix particularly where they buy the anime and they time it for release in Japan oh, uh-huh. and then you have to wake week by week and mm. that's difficult because you might as well be watching She-Hulk for like 21 minute episodes uh, which is painful every yeah. week because I don't get I don't get what you're doing with that but this is it's really nice and you can just skip you know, skip the intros and outros. Some of them, watch some of them because hilarious. Nice. Really fun. I just, if you need, if you're an anime fan, you need something different and weird. And you've been wondering if you should get into Jojo or what this new season's like. It's fantastic. It's great. And and the voice cast is bonkers. Either or, like if you don't like reading, the the English or American accents are great as well. They've oh. done a good job. Okay. They've matched up the mouth movements really well. So That's good. Uh, yeah. Right on. Two thumbs up. Sweet. Mm. Cool. What else you got? Good loads. Oh, you're done already. I'm done. <laughs> I, that's, I'm serious. I didn't have. Are you serious? Yeah. No, oh, wow. I, I had a poo <laughs> week. I was, I would, everything wow. started off like promising and then it just made me mad. You know. Okay. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about nostalgia. Do you, in your memory, Chris, did you have one of those summers or a few summers where you were young well, an elderly teen or a young teen where you just spent a bunch of time with friends and you're outside is one of those summers that you knew that at the end of the summer, something was going to change and it was be different. So it was like this magic time. Did you ever have those summers? Unless you were like born in a prison camp. Or, I, don't know. I mean, not not that I knew everything was going to change, but I mean, I'm Generation X. So I, you know, mm. summers were, I uh, got up, I got on my bike, I went to swim practice um, down at the park, and I may have come home at some point to get a little bit of food, and then I was gone until it was dark and time for time for dinner. So you know, my parents, I could have been dead in the ditch. Nice, could have been. Yeah, you know, in but that, yeah, yeah, in South Africa, that was those, those were my summers. summer suit. on my bike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we were out with friends, making bows and arrows and spears, totally, yeah. and running away from bulls because we had some wildlife. Oh. Yeah, uh, we didn't have and that. and. <laughs> rivers you know doing mm-hmm. all sorts of things that we shouldn't be getting up to but totally. that was okay so here mm-hmm. with that in mind uh-huh. is a is a indie film that comes from a, a couple of students that have been making this film for five years 
And it started out as they, they were making it during uni while they were like film students. Uh-huh. And then they got a little bit of budget and they finished uni and they got a little bit. And at the end, they managed to scrape together like 50 grand. But they've been filming over five years to put together this nostalgic film called Space Waves. Um, and it's basically, this is the synopsis. Young mischief seekers Marvin and Joey do whatever it takes to catapult their misadventures podcast Space Waves to the top of iTunes charts by the end of the summer. So they know that this is probably their last summer of like where they can be being best friends. And it's this kind of misadventure of these two young guys that are it feels like a magic moment like that summer but what we have here which i thought you might relate to chris is their podcast uh which they talk about the craziness of their town uh, <laughs> and it's a and it's a small town and uh they also you know they have girl issues all those kind of coming of age things and then we have this script that feels young but it feels accurate to the characters mm. that uh, of what's going on so there were some issues with some of the dialogue that i just thought they could have scrapped yeah that didn't need to be in there or responses responses to like i don't think they would actually react or respond that way that oh. they would say something and then the response to what they'd written of that character saying i was like that's weird okay but at the same time it's teens from an from you know basically another culture you know american young i'm not that i'm sure. um, south african young but for the majority of the film, I thought I was just kind of transported into this moment in time. And I think I was a, a little bit kind. And I think that's okay because it's their first film coming out of uni, spending five years on their project. There are some shots that aren't as clean as I mm, would have liked. True. But I don't know if I could have done better. You know, yeah. like putting on the shirt of a filmmaker, which I have been and, you know, a writer and behind the scenes I've done behind the camera, in front of the camera, you name it. You know, we've yeah. been in this business for a while, so we have, we do have some understanding. But I really wanted to shine a light on these guys. If this is their first film, I would say do them the honor of hiring like renting it it's probably like two to three pounds uh a, a watch because you can find it everywhere they've put it out on itunes oh, okay good what have you that was going to be my question nice okay yeah you can find it it's it's out now and they've done really well to promote it like they they have and they're very they've sent me a few emails like have you watched it yet have you watched it i'm so sorry i'm so busy i feel guilty every time <laughs> i haven't watched it yet but i think they are up for having a chat, Chris. So maybe we'll have them on just for like a 10-minute segment to talk about the whole journey Dude. of it. Because that could be really fun. Dude, that would yeah. be outstanding. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so let's do that. Let's- we'll chat to them. We'll get them on maybe next week or the week after to see how their time schedule yeah. is. But give it a watch. It's really fun. It's different. It's quirky. Cool. The dialogue f- couple of times just had me cracking up because i thought the characters that we were seeing were hilarious nice so this is their first time outing i can't wait to see what else they do uh that is one and cool. i'm just gonna click the screen on that and here i know sometimes people say hey why don't you guys do you know do something uh, review some of the older ones you're always doing the new stuff what's popular to get those views all right here's one for you <laughs> In 1713, this is another one you'll like, because we're having a conversation about a certain location where you should move to, Chris. Oh, nice. Uh, In 1713 Scotland, Rob Roy McGregor is wronged by a nobleman and his nephew becomes an outlaw in search of revenge while fleeing the Redcoats and faces charges of being a Jacobite. Obviously, I'm talking about Rob Roy. 
I think Rob Roy is one of those films that people look over because it was in the times of The Postman, Braveheart. Mm -hmm. It was one of the lesser known ones. The critics were harsher to it at the time. But for me, this is one that I continue to go back to now and again mm -hmm. in amongst all of those, like uh, the, the, the few of the Mel Gibson ones there were, the Kevin Gosner ones there mm -hmm. were. But Liam Neeson knocks it out of the park with this one. It's actually really entertaining. And it has an ensemble cast of Jessica Lange, John Hurt, Tim Roth. Tim Roth. Oh, Eric Stoltz as well. Tim Roth, my goodness. He must have been a baby he's, at that point. He absolutely is. And he's so campy. And one of the trivia points of this film is he played his character so eccentric that he really thought he was going to be fired from the film. Oh. And he told his agent at while he was on set, he said, go start looking for other jobs for me, for, for other movies and <laughs> TV spots that I can do because I'm totally going to get fired. But he didn't. And it was one of the films that people started going, who is this character? Mm. Who's this dude? But there's a lot of heart. Like, if you like Braveheart, this is this is like Braveheart. It's, it does all of that. It has the heart, the score, well filmed. It's the sort of thing that people go, they don't make them like they used to anymore. This is one of those films. And seeing Liam in his prime, you know, before Qui-Gon Jinn or, you know, where he's going to go rescue I his dog because someone's taken. Yeah. <laughs> Doug. You've been taken. Tell me where you are. I really want to see Taken 4 <laughs> when they take his duck. Anyway, this this was a nice kind of callback. If you're looking for one that you thought, maybe this is better than I thought it was, that is definitely one you should check out. Nice. It has been, I have not seen that since it came out. So I would, yeah, yeah this, is, this is one of those that I would. It's great. Yeah. It would yeah. be fresh again for me. I, nice. Okay. Very cool. <clears throat> And I said at the beginning uh, that I had a good week of fantasy and sci-fi. Yes. Uh, I finally got round to finishing Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Oh. The thing is, <laughs> it's done something positive and it's done something negative. Because huh. I think I'd forgotten what good Star Trek was. Because we've had a number of other series that are Star Trek, but are not Star Trek. <laughs> ah. And <laughs> they're like, they've lost... so. There's this Netflix Star Trek Discovery. Now, I love the sci-fi and the adventure in that. Mm. But as the series flow into like the fourth season, particularly, they've kind of lost what Star Trek is. Oh. It's more drama with some sci-fi. Oh, that's too bad. And that's not what Star Trek is. Yeah. Star Trek Strange New Worlds is the most Star Trek series you're ever going to get from the crazy single episodes of the entities that form in the middle of nowhere to them trying to figure out to, you know, the captain saying, oh, you know, we just scuttled the ship to, you know, references to the original, to bits mm. that you're not going to see coming, to the the clothes they wear being accurate nice. to what Star Trek is. It just somehow hits every fan what fans want and then also manages to do something new. The cast look like... They came straight out of, like, the 60s or 70s mm. Star Trek show. They've managed to make it, like, with the technology that we have now, you know, upgrade everything. Sure. But still make it feel like Enterprise, that sort mm. of thing. And then, then also, you know, they're dealing with time, timey-wimey stuff. You're always dealing with timey-wimey stuff yeah. in Star Trek. Someone's going to mess with some sort of crystal that's going to make you, <laughs> you know, think of this type of yeah. person. I mean, I, every episode, I was like, that's, that's great. I really should go to bed now. And then my wife would be like, no, just stick the next one. I, I, I'm not going to sleep. I'm not tired. Let's just stick the... I'm like, oh, okay, fine. Nice. And then, you know, four episodes in, 
you know it's good when you're like you should have gone to bed like a good book right mm-hmm. you can't stop turning the pages this one is you can't stop you know switching on the next one I was just sad when it finished. I was like, come on. Mm. <laughs> I want to watch more now. Do you get the sense there's going to be another season? Absolutely. Okay. Without a doubt. This is like Paramount's, one of their flag series oh, that sure. is probably drawing in a lot of people. Okay. Uh, thankfully, you can get Paramount's in the UK now. I know you've had it for oh, a while, yeah. but their their streaming service is now available on normal places like Amazon as well. Oh. As like a little, a little add-on, uh-huh. which is really cool. Very cool. Uh, so, Yeah. That that was a nice treat. Uh, last one. I have two, but we could <laughs> let's talk about Devil in. Oh, good Ohio. God! It's, okay, oh. yeah, let's talk about this. Ohio, because <laughs> <laughs> we loved it. Yeah. Well, when you say <laughs> we, you're not talking about you and I. <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm talking about me, me and Kirsten. Yeah, we watched like we pretty much binge watched the whole thing together, like from beginning to the end. Yeah, my wife and I did the exact same thing. <laughs> and then you hated it. Yeah, yeah, no, we hated it. <laughs> oh, amazing. Okay, tell me why you hated it. No, no, no. You get to tell me why. You, this is your list. This is where the best thing you watched this week. You need to. <laughs> I, okay, so. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and that's why Ruben liked Devil in Ohio. That's that's why I liked that <laughs> Devil in Ohio. Okay, there were a lot of frustrations, and the, the miscommunication <laughs> was a big frustration yeah. for me. Um, I, I mentioned it in my mm-hmm. review, but it's not just them. It's Hollywood. It's yep. their technique that they use now when they don't want the mystery to be solved. What do they do? They stop having couples and families talk to each other so that the mystery cannot be solved, which is ridiculous yeah. because actually at the end of the day, they have one decent conversation. Everybody's like, all right, so we should leave now because we're in danger. Yeah, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> that is the thing that everybody is using. But putting that aside, I loved, um, is it Madeline someone who plays May? Arthur, I yes. Thought, Madeline Arthur who plays May. Mm-hmm. Her ability to creep you out just with a facial expression yeah. was fantastic mm-hmm. um i like emily duchanel mm-hmm. who who's basically her character from bones <laughs> she has a lot of dialogue scenes and i used to love bones but i was just laughing i was like seriously you're a medical doctor again it's a different med- medical doctor but it's still and she has lots of like monologue scenes and doesn't show a lot of emotion mm-hmm. i was like that's bones right <laughs> uh and it was very frustrating to me how she wouldn't spend time with her family, but she was ri- written that way. She wants to save everybody mm-hmm. because of the thing that's happened in her past. Yes. I was a nice juxtaposition as to relating to why she was trying to save this particular mm-hmm. girl. Uh, at the same time, I don't think we needed to go on all of the tangents that the story goes on. I think that the series could have been six instead of eight because it spends so much time with so-and-so daughter who's upset uh, that she's been overshadowed by her sister or that this particular person doesn't like that person. Then we have the other sister who's dealing with identity issues. It's not... That's What's the point of the series? How does that further your story? How does that further your, the plot? It didn't. So we could have taken those stories out completely and still had even five episodes and it would have been much quicker mm-hmm. and done and probably the pacing would have felt sharper for you as well. For me, the star of the show, even though like the acting, was the young girl who did like the show tune numbers. Dude, her voice is phenomenal. Because she's a fantastic singer. 
she also is the only character that has her shit together. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Which is hilarious. <laughs> if you think Very about true. it. Nobody talks to each other. They all are like all over the place and, you know, messing up their family. <laughs> but this little girl is like, yeah. yeah, totally. So, so I like the visuals of it. I thought the costumes were great. Um, once we had the reveal of the bad guy and he started speaking like a character character. Oh my you gosh. Really, you know, I'm not sure about it. You are the bread, but I was like, what? Really? Is that actually how you talk? I know you're a cult leader, but really? Laughable. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know why that was a thing. Kay didn't see that, but I was just like, why have they directed them to put on a voice? Like, I know he kind of sounds like that in real life. That's his voice, mm. but he's put it, he's put yeah, on this effect, facade. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, it really feels like you could be on a stage play and this is like, he's behind you, that sort of character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm not selling you on this, but I still really enjoyed it. <laughs> and I, I <laughs> unfortunately, it's a, a limited series. Uh, I'm not saying unfortunate, but there's already people saying this is going to get a second season um, because of how they left. <laughs> okay. You tell me why you didn't like it, Chris. <laughs> let, let me start off with what I did like. Nothing. (laughs) No, no, no. That's not true, actually. Like, I loved the setup at the beginning. I loved the intrigue that is is created that we have this person escaping from something. And I mean, like, escaping something harrowing. When we see what's Mm. on her and what has been done to her, I mean, this is like, ooh. There are some real stakes here. This isn't like just some chanting cult where it's like, ooh, you know, okay, we're, we're scary and we're ominous. No, no, no. These people are bad news. Um, mm. I liked, like you, the tie-in with Emily Deschanel's, um her own backstory. While it's not an yeah. exact parallel, there are pieces in there that it helped to explain and helped to draw her in, um, you know, and her, her connection with the character of May. I like that. Yeah. I think that was I think that was good. I the backstory that they begin to give on the cult as May mm. like recounts the story and of their lore like I'm yeah. like this is intriguing. This is ooh. This is this is kind of creepy and weird and and again like I think with most cults you look at it and you go well that's kind of ridiculous. But it mm. works within their within their bubble. And if people have yeah. bought into this and they believe it and they perpetuate it, okay, that makes sense. You know, um, the manipulation, at least at the beginning, yeah. I liked by May. I, the, it, yeah. it becomes very obvious at what she's doing. Um, and mm-hmm. so then it, it it moved from being, ooh, I like this, to please stop. Um, it just – like I see everything that's coming now. So there's no, there's no surprise. There's no – there's no original. Did you know it's a true story? No, I didn't know it was based on a true story. Because the book is based on a true is story. It? Yeah. I, so see, there, that means, though, that there is more lore that they should have spent time mm. on. This, yeah. this, okay, so... Um, so about the cult, because we, we get to know next to no, nothing about them, right? But yeah, I mean, there's there's... A five-minute, seven-minute scene of flashback as, as, as she she talks about this, which I appreciated. And then when we go into the um, – we get glimpses here and there of the cult in their compound and varying effectiveness, but it mm. there was stuff there. 
they could have. I mm. thought that's where it really. If you have, if you have these two families, basically, if that becomes the story, the one family who is trying to figure out how to protect this person and have their own internal conflicts because of the um, the mom's like obsession with yeah. with the person and then you have the cult family and their own obsession within there if you focus on those two i think that's where it can become compelling you know but it get this got distracted like i would say okay so as much as i liked the little kid i liked her voice singing i wanted more every time she sang i was like dang this do more of that but her storyline <laughs> all well her storyline the oldest daughter storyline, the husband's storyline, the cop and his whole thing about his ex-wife or his ex-fiance and their dog and everything. I, I don't care. I don't need it. I don't. It's, it's filler. You know, it's, it's not on there a lot. But all of these things in each of those characters, they bring back a tiny bit and they tie in in tiny little ways. But to spend so mm. much time on each of them was absolutely unnecessary because at the end of it it doesn't progress anything forward um mm. i although i thought it was obvious i liked the very end and how it's left i don't want them to continue it i like that <laughs> emily deschanel i thought it was so dark well the ending I, right i like that she has to sit now with the mess that she's made she has I don't want to give spoilers. You like that? That's so harsh, Chris. No, because... Because she's basically being gaslit, like the same position. Seriously, but see, she chose that. And what did she do with her family? See, she made it. She made conscious mm. decisions all the way through. And now she has to sit in her flawness. And that mm. it doesn't mean that that is... Um, there's no redeemable arc there. Because I think there still is when the, the, the conversation with her husband, you know, she says, I haven't given up. He says, I haven't either. There, there's hope yeah. within there. So they can't. Yeah, but she needs to get rid of the, the serial killer first. Yeah. Yeah. So it like I just I I think it could have been four episodes. I think had mm. they gotten rid of all of the extraneous stuff and really focused in. Also, the the whole they hint at it. Um, with with some of the the tie-in between the cult and then yeah. other officials within the other town that Emily Deschanel yeah. lives in, I thought it, had you dived into like to show some more of those actual concrete connections there, it goes. I would have liked that. You know, yeah. I would have also liked them to delve maybe into supernatural something. It hinted at it, and I thought like if the the crow was a thing that happened and that was then there is supernatural stuff you could have played more into that and it would have made it even creepier the cult but see i think it would have broken out of some of the realism that they were trying to establish like i said what are you saying that that stuff isn't real no i believe that the occult is real um <laughs> but i just i think like the way that we see it with the crow especially i interpret mm. that is something um wrong in 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 the hearer's head you know what i right. mean like like there's a little bit of a delusion going on or some kind of that leads mm. them there not to say that it couldn't be that but i think it takes it down a different realm and it 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 begins to become plausibly um or implausible 
at points. You know what I mean? Mm. Like it, it puts a chink in the armor of like, well, I don't believe in that. So the whole thing becomes fake. Whereas if I don't yeah. go down that realm, we do know that there are cults and we do know that there are fanatics within, you know, certain beliefs. And so that feels very real. Okay. So you liked it then? I, I, uh, yes, I hate watching it. That's for sure. I, like, I was so bummed too because it started out and then I just was like, oh, seriously. Yeah, I think I, when I spoke to you, you weren't sure whether you liked it or not. So you were about midway point. And then I didn't hear anything since because <laughs> you probably watched my review and gone, oh, no. I, <laughs> I did laugh when I, I laughed when I watched your review because I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be a good discussion because we, uh, we, yeah. <laughs> I do agree with you wholeheartedly, though. I am tired of the whole miscommunication or lack of communication as the impetus for tension. Stop that. Yeah, it's a trope. Yeah, it is. It's, yeah, and it's, it's weak writing. Very. Yeah. Yes. I, we need yeah. to get away from that. 100%. Um, uh, midway through the credits, there's a little two seconds of a crow. Do, okay, so I did. I sat through that, and I, I was like, <laughs> I sat through this for that. I, that made me even more pissed. I was, <laughs> it's a link to season two, Chris. I don't even know why they had that there. What was the point? It doesn't say anything. They didn't. No, there was no. The, Is it, it's nothing. There's a crow and yeah, and yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, uh, uh, great times. Uh, okay, so last one. Yes. I don't know if you've seen it. You'll have to tell me. This actually came out in the US like six months ago or maybe even last year. Mm. But it's just come out here in the UK in cinemas. Okay. It has a fantastic cast. Uh, It's directed by John Michael McDonough. The cast, Matt Smith, Jessica Chastain, Ralph Fiennes, Caleb Landry-Jones, Christopher oh. Abbott, Abby Lee, Alex Jennings, the, the Saeed uh, Tagmo, fantastic actor, and the star of the film, surprisingly, was none of those names, Ishmael Kanata. Hmm. Dude, I saw this you, film was... I saw you put brutal. a review on, but I didn't. I have not seen this. No, oh, you haven't? No. Okay. So the synopsis reads, The Forgiven takes place over a weekend in the high Atlas Mountains of Morocco and explores the reverberations of a random accident on the lives of both the local Muslims and Western visitors to a house party in a grand villa. So the thing that I think has audiences mixed on this is there's no one to root for in your ensemble cast because they all suck. They are the worst in society. You hate every one of them. They are the rich upon the rich. They come to Morocco and basically treat all the helpers like slaves. Uh, And on the way, the Ralph Fiennes character and Jessica Chesting, they hit a local boy. Mm. And that's the start of the story. So on the other side of that, we have the father who comes for the boy. And Ralph Fiennes has to go on this journey with the father and the boy to make amends and so there's this juxtaposition of Ralph finds the father and the boy in the desert mm-hmm. with incredibly shot sh- scenes it's a weird like almost fish eye lens but it's not rounded it just has a distorted look to kind of give this it's not just hot but it's also just like stretching your eyes okay on some of the scenes to kind of showcase what 
how vast the landscape mm. is. And then you are back at the villa with this ensemble cast partying, you know, full on drugs. It's an 18 because there's drug usage. There's some sex, but you don't see much. You, you just know that it's mm. like debauchery type the of rich of the richest yeah yeah, yeah exactly mm. debauchery and uh, <clears throat> matt smith plays fantastically and said uh who's the driver of the father in this jeep is with rolf fines and they spend most of the movie mm. together now the namesake of this film the f- the forgiveness is exactly what the film is about uh often the themes of it will be a little bit in your face but you might forget about the main theme of it it's a it's actually a thriller which is weird really uh yeah it's actually incredibly tense phenomenally acted ralph fines does one of the best performances i've seen him do ever uh and that's saying something because every performance ralph fines does is phenomenal yeah like the the guy is elite right next to some of those names that you would put in the elite of like Meryl Streep and all those guys, you know, quality theater actors, that sort of thing. Ralph Fiennes is up there. The thing is, as I mentioned, the guy that plays the father who has very few dialogue lines, Ishmael Kanata, he has to play a guy that is in turmoil, that is angry, that is bitter. And he deals with all of these emotions at the same time without saying anything. He has a few lines of dialogue but you literally see him sometimes he's shaking just slightly the way he's gripping his mm. hand or the way he's looking at Ralph uh, finds his character. He just has it in his eyes. A guy has presence for days and that's what kept me hooked. And then I knew I could tell what was going to happen at the end. So I bet this is going to happen at the end. And it, I can't feel, I can't say I feel sad for the character. So I can't say that there's like a redemption story, mm but there's a justification for what happens okay. and you understand it. There's like the law of the West sort of thing. Mm. And I really enjoyed two hours. It's a slow burn thriller that has something to say that's often in your face, but sometimes you might forget that there's an actually underlining theme that has more to say, which is why I think some of the critics have been, they didn't quite get it. Oh yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it's, uh, it's for rent, um, like on demand, um, on nice. in, in the oh, U.S. Okay, so it's so, already out. Yeah, yes. I recommend. Nice. Highly recommend. Okay. Yeah, a very different story that I think you might end up enjoying. Although, considering how many things we differed on this week, who knows? Uh, yeah, I um, <laughs> I was looking through the cast, and while his name didn't register for me, um, <clears throat> Saeed uh, Tamoy. Yeah, Saeed. The dude, yeah. like, I love him in Three Kings, that um, yes. George Clooney, oh my yeah. gosh, like he's, the truth that he speaks in that movie, uh, you yeah. know, in the, the vehemence. It's been so long. I need to watch that uh, film again. So good. But yeah, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to have to check this out. This is like, I like, I like the slow burn. Um, even if it's not, does the, let me ask you this. Does the ending feel justified? Oh yeah. Okay. So like, it's, so it may yeah. not be happy and it may not be what I necessarily want, but it's the right yeah. ending, right? It's it's the right ending, but it it may put you in the light of hmm. I don't know why. I, how do I feel about this? That's okay. <laughs> like yeah. it's the right ending, but I wouldn't want it to end any other way. Does it make sense? Yeah, yeah. 
Cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for this. This this is going on my list to to check yeah, out. Maybe I'll is, watch it over this weekend. That'll be fun. I really hope more people watch it because I would love more films like this. Is it really meat? The dialogue is incredible, like intelligent dialogue. Mm. It's very, very good. See, that's yeah. what we, we miss a lot of these sometimes where they're just, it's, mm. you know, they're slower. They're, they're more intelligent, more thought out, more, more deep in the words with the dialogue driven, you know, versus everything Yeah, there else. was, there was one with Ralph Fiennes recently on Netflix as well called The Dig that was also very underrated, but excellent. See, I didn't really enjoy that one. I mean, I, the the dialogue was good, but I just I didn't. Hmm. I'll have to go back. Yeah, and in watch terms it. of dialogue. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that was the one with the um with the burial mounds, like the Viking mound or whatever. Like the Viking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Slow burn as well. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, and from a from a historical aspect, like I, like this spurred my wife and I. Like, okay, when we go over to the UK, we are definitely you know, and I think the the Museum of London. Dig in your like, garden. Oh yeah, I'm like, ooh, let's. I got to go see these. That's going to be cool. So, I've never seen them. I should see them. Yeah. Dude, you live there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but isn't that isn't that the truth though? Yes. All those things that you've never been into yes. your own Oh, totally. Yeah. Your own place, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh well, I think that's everything because I've given people a lot to to chew on there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm excited to check some of these out. Uh, Space Waves also. I'm really mm. I'm gonna have to um, have to search that out. Also, that that could be a weekend watch as well. That'll be fun. Nice. So, just to support them as well, I think would be great. Yeah, I love finding little indie things that are just different, and mm. new, and quirky, and especially when they're done well, that's even better. Yeah. So. All right. Well, now it is time for us to jump into our news and some of the things that we're looking forward to this week. As a reminder, please rate and review us wherever you happen to listen to a podcast. We greatly appreciate that. If you're only listening on the audio version, if that's the only way you've ever accessed this, first off, huge thanks. That is awesome that mm-hmm. that's how you, that you found us somehow and that you've chosen to listen. We really appreciate that. Um, yeah, you rock, man. You rock. You rock hard. <laughs> <Yeah>! <laughs> oh. Okay, that was yeah. <laughs> exciting for you. Sorry. I loved it. Oh, gosh. Um, but we, we invite you to check out our YouTube channels as well. Ruben over at the mm. uh, at the Ruby Tuesday. Chris and, talk. I thought you were going to say the Moobin. That's a new That's title. That's a, a new channel for it's me. It's Moobin time. Um, <laughs> Ruben with the Ruby Tuesday. Chris with Movies and Munchies. Um, you can always tweet at us also. Best we watched. Uh, we are on the Twitters there, and we also have mm-hmm. uh, some Patreon opportunities. We have lowered the price. We have expanded the options there, and so we we really. Oh yes, there's a lot of beard options. <laughs> not well. I mean, you can grow a beard if you want. We're not donating beards though. Maybe I don't know. Are we? Yeah. Anyway, Patreon.com/slash The Bearded Ones. We invite you to check that out as well. Uh, but now, how about some news? Yeah. Cool. Chris, if I if I did this, uh, 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 do you, oh, wait, let's try higher. Uh, 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 there, there it is. There it is. Uh, finally, fourth Beverly Hills Cop filming this week. So they've actually started filming. It's going ahead. Eddie Murphy's in it. Some of the casts have been announced. I'm excited for this. It's been long enough that hopefully the gatekeepers of that particular franchise were people like, you can only make the trilogy and don't make anything new, which is bound to be for this as well. Hopefully it's long enough time to people to go, oh, they're bringing back the, the crew, the people. I just don't know how we are going to have the same sort of comedy that was allowed back then. Yeah. 
I don't. I, Does this work for now? I don't think I don't you know. can do it unless. Yeah, I don't even know where they're going to go with this. I mean, I saw this too. Beverly Hills Cop, Axel Foley. So, I mean, it is. It's obviously going to be focusing on Eddie Murphy's character of Axel, which duh. I mean, the the whole Beverly Hills Cop series has done that also. But I think maybe I wonder where they're going to take this. Uh, Gord, Joseph Gordon Levitt is attached to star in this along with Taylor yeah, Page. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. So it. I agree, though. I don't know. You you can't do the same type of comedy that you did in the in the eighties. No, you can't. Yeah, it doesn't work. No. Somehow you need to make it work. Can you hear the theme? Is this a theme tune? The do 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 do. Axel F. Do 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 do. It is that one. Yeah. Because he also did Forty Eight Hours, which is also again club, but darker. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm willing to be open about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's yeah. coming to Netflix. Uh, I don't know. I didn't see a date yet, but it is. I like you said, it's just in production. So, hmm. um, there's a few big games coming out. But last week I talked about a certain game that came out. It was Saints Row. Yes. And I have to retract my statement of it's a good game oh because it crashed so much it was unplayable i had to send it back and get a refund <gasps> so <laughs> oh no it's so bad like there were there were glitches that was funny like my body literally fell through the car i was driving <laughs> uh, and then i was just inside and I, I was on the highway and i was like well this is awkward there were loads of random glitches like sure. that but the missions became so blocked that i literally i had no weapons for one missions with guns like oh. my guns would disappear or the gun would fold back on itself and then be unclickable or you would get stuck in part of like your character customization where you're trying to put on a cap and then your character just do nothing forever so uh, very very frustrating also uh the more i played it the, the dialogue and the story got more and more bad as i went i was oh, like no. oh they've taken uh, the reason why i was mentioning it's because we just talked about how it was very hard to take Axel Foley and bring him into the now. Yeah. And the Saints Row is from that sort of era of gameplay where they made fun of everybody and that's what worked. Because, uh, you know, I was telling you about how you can like beat somebody to death with a, a dildo. Yeah. You know, they literally pushed all the boundaries. They've taken all of that away. So there is still the craziness, but now it has no way to go and it feels like they don't understand the franchise that we're building. Uh, so unfortunately... That is the case. So retraction, if you were thinking of getting the new game, I would hold off for a year until all the patches are done. Yeah. But that's not going to make the story or the actual fun of the game any better. That's unfortunate. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. What news have you got? Um, well, you, you did you did kind of a quote with a sound effect or a laugh there. Let me um, <clears throat> let me give some dialogue here. This I'm very, very excited <laughs> about this. Okay. Damn it, Jerry. I don't think the Waynes can wait that long. And I can't do an accent with it, so I apologize. But f- what the feck, Jerry? Oh, I know this. Why do I know this? Uh, <clears throat> tell me. Uh, so, well, this is the series. Jerry. I, I, got on, I got on my VPN and I watched the- <laughs> Dreary Girls. Dairy Girls. Yes. There it is. Yes, so, I do. It was stuck in my mind. Uh, yeah. So season three of Dairy Girls has already aired in the UK and Ireland on Channel 4. 
It is yeah. coming to Netflix outside of those two areas <laughs> on October 7th. I am so excited nice. for everybody else to get to experience the awesomeness of this. Um, it does wrap up. I mean, the series is done. It's not like we're going to continue on or anything else. I mean, it is. They they cap it off nicely. It it does take a different tone at the last two episodes. Um, mm. But but upon like reflection, you know, I've had I've had a few months of since it's finished. Mm. I appreciate the ending. I like what they did okay. with it. I like you know. Interesting. In the moment, it was a bit abrupt. And it was a little, yeah. I'm not sure I like this. Now that I've had time with it, I do yeah. like it. I like what they did. I'm I'm super excited to go back and revisit this again, though. I mean, I had I had a nice. lot of fun, you know, the whole world that they do. So October 7th, mark your calendars, Dairy Girls Season 3 is coming to Netflix. I've never really got into it, but I'm going to because I know how much you love it. So the fact that the whole lot will be on Netflix yeah. together, I think I'm just going to give myself a day. Yeah, you know, give, give give me some goodies and and listen to the the Britishness because it's quintessential British humor, right? It's uh, but young, yeah. But it's it's Irish. But it's Irish, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, well, like in the UK, yeah, yeah. And so it is. I mean, you have oh my gosh, the the characters, I think, yeah, are what really make it because you have these extremes, like in every mm. sense. You know what I mean? And I mean, each of the, 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 the girls are so defined in their characters, which makes it fun. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. The, there is one episode. I think it's the first episode because um, we watched my wife and I watched like I think we watched all of season one and season two. And then we started we told our um, my son um, and daughter-in-law about it. And then we all started watching it together. And I believe it's episode one kind of there's there's a climax that is absolute ridiculousness i mean and it's just like <laughs> things are going on so it's chaotic but also the t- fish and chip shop that one no <laughs> no <laughs> no like this crack up in that one <laughs> no oh and sister uh was it george michael oh my gosh her <laughs> sister michael i she oh my goodness yeah oh it's great watch yeah. it you, you won't be sorry yeah totally yeah, enjoy it nice Uh, Continuing on our weekly podcast section of Warner Brothers nonsense. Oh, no. Uh, Well, this is this is less. It's just part of it of the the strangeness goings on because Legendary Entertainment is planning to move on from Warner Brothers and make a deal to develop films with either Sony or Paramount. The company has worked on uh, what June and the Monsterverse with them, but. Remember I said last week, it was so interesting that King Kong was moving on. Now they are actually selling the whole The whole thing. Lot. The monster verse yeah. itself. Yeah. It won't be a part of the more as the weeks go on, this <clears throat> new deal and what has happened with HBO is just like, wow, these guys even going to be contenders anymore in a few years time when you only have a couple of big IPs and that's what's holding you together. What do you do? Which is so sad because HBO and, and HBO Max, like kind of like Apple, when they do an original they, mm. I mean, they create some compelling content and it's going to be I, for them. Well, not to, even on some of the ones that you, you like, like, well, you can say it's going to be sad probably, but the, the, the game of Thrones is probably what most people associate. Sure. But there's others like you've told me about that. I had no clue. And then when I went back and watched them, I was like, this is really good. This is quality TV. They, they put budget behind the things. I think that's what it is. Like they're not, 
they're not prolific in mm. all of their originals, but that's okay because they take the time and then the money to establish something that is just outstanding. Perfect. Good. Yep. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm baffled at some of the decisions that they make and you, you just wonder, are they, what's going to be left and what's it going to look like in a year's time? Well, Harley Quinn is sticking around, so I'm really excited about that. It's been so popular that even amongst the the cancel apocalypse uh-huh. that they've got going on there, it's been renewed for a fourth season nice. on HBO. So HBO Max, to be spe- specific. Mm. So that's one good thing. So we knew that um, the new Game of Thrones, House of the Dragons, been renewed yes. already mm-hmm. because of its first two episodes have had ridiculously good numbers. So there is still, like, meat there yeah. it's just weird how they're going about Agreed. shaping it and they don't leave a good taste in your mouth like the the the, the 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 series and the quality of some of the projects might be great but how they are running their business it just makes me feel like yucky inside correct yes agreed agreed mm. um my i have exciting news my most anticipated film for 2023 has finished mm. filming it is set to Sonic Three. It is. <laughs> it is set to hit theaters <laughs> March thirty first. Right. And no, it's not Flash. S- not so- no, not Flash. <laughs> you do know that I was being facetious and very sarcastic in my my most anticipated film, Scream Six. Oh uh, yeah, I was going to tell you, Chris. It's it's finished filming. Good God, stop! Just go. C- can't away. you wait? I, I can't so actually. I, I'm not excited. I think I just oh on the list of things that need to go away and shouldn't exist. This being one of them. Um, I think I actually have some interesting news, and I think it's correct because the source is Deadline. <laughs> okay, so you never quite know. Sure, but Deadline are fairly accurate. Yes, I, I've seen maybe two from them, and all the time I've been reading their articles that haven't been accurate or just been like oh, a little sketchy. There, yeah. get that? Yeah, what? what? But yes. Henry Cavell has been cast as an undisclosed role in Loki season two. <gasps> what? Right? That's cool. Yeah, it that- is. I was like, that is actually something I'd like to see. And how is that making like DC people's head explode? Oh, yeah. The- <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, that's wow. That. I'm really excited for Loki season two. I don't even know what it's going to be about. I don't care. I, I Man, some of the best TV ever that first season was so interesting and fun. It was so different. The, Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson together. I mean, yeah. that in the, oh, and the, the whole, perfect. the whole, um, the perfect couple, the timekeeper, the, the, the woman. And I don't remember, I don't remember her. Oh, she was great. Oh, she, um, well, yeah. the, the, I'm talking about the, um, the, the pursuer. Like the co- the cop one, yeah, no, yeah, okay. no, exactly the pursuer, yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, who I just, she was talking about. yeah, yeah, I think she's great. Yeah, so I'm, yeah, I'm looking, I, I, looking forward. Also, to Also, you put Owen Wilson in, and gen- I'm generally in as well. And yeah. then you add Tom Hiddleston. I'm like, yeah. come on, yeah, he, this is a no brainer. I'm so glad that he's still part. Um, of it. Yeah, me too. Uh, have you heard about the the Russo brothers spy series that has had like it is the most expensive CV, TV series <laughs> ever now at what two hundred and fifty million dollars or something two hundred and fifty million is called the Citadel the second most expensive TV series of all time this is due to half of the show's creative team 
exiting exiting <laughs> with david welly taking <sighs> over as writer and extensive research so i, I wish i could have stopped at that like halfway yes. with the tweet yes unfortunately i can't so as much as i love the russo brothers whatever the hell went wrong was massive wasn't it it was a big deal that yeah so it's gonna be really curious to see what this is and what it how it works now and and may, maybe i mean maybe this is a good thing maybe that you know what i mean that half of them left maybe it just wasn't working or maybe it's going to be a train wreck <laughs> yes I, I, yes and we should hate on it now even though i haven't said seen it yes or a single still can we post a review i think i'm gonna rev- <laughs> yeah let's post a review it's the worst series i've ever seen Chris. it's terrible work. yeah Ah oh, no, I'm giving half star. Yeah, yeah, so woke it's it's backwards. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on. Yes. And back to Henry Cavell. Yes. Because we like a bit of Henry Cavell. Mm-hmm. I'm going to add a bit of Ben Affleck in there. Ooh. They're back, or or as they say in Harry Potter, he's, he's back. not back. He's back. <laughs> he's back. <laughs> They're back in the DC in the DCEU. Multiple insides insiders confirmed that Ben Affleck and Henry Cavell. Likely to reply, replies, 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 uh, to reprise their roles in DCU full time. What? What, what, does, what that does that mean? What does that mean? Coming off the back of HBO and Warner, we're shutting down everything and moving everything to the end or midway to 2023 because we don't know what to do with our films yeah. and we don't have the budget to put them on. Uh-huh. <laughs> Why? Ooh, I, the, okay. I don't know what to do with this. Whatevs. Yeah. I don't no, know. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know either. Okay. Uh, okay. Should we sing happy birthday? Um, it's it's Keanu Reeves' 58th birthday. Dude. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, it, Keanu. Dude is Th- rocking it. How good he looks for 58. Dude. Dude. Seriously. I Seriously. I really... <laughs> I saw a tweet uh, last week, and I don't know how old it actually was. I mean, it could have been within the last six months or something like that. But it was... It was a wedding photo, and the, the yeah, I saw this as well. Amazing, this, yeah. This couple getting married at a hotel saw Keanu Reeves in the lobby, <laughs> and they invited yeah. him to the wedding. Now, the dude's—I mean, the dude's a movie star. He's also credited to be like the most incredibly nice guy and just genuine. But I mean, yeah. he's busy, right? He wasn't there. Just he's, to, he's a busy guy. Yeah, <laughs> he went to his room, put on a um, a sport coat. And then went to their wedding. I mean, they had a there's the the, the picture of the couple and their daughter and yeah. and Keanu Reeves standing next to the bride and the groom. And I'm like, are you f- that classic? What a act. legend! What an absolute legend! Je- yeah. Oh my gosh! I want. I, I would love to sit down and have dinner with him and Paul Rudd. And. And get like nice overload, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> just feel good. Yeah, exactly. Feel good exactly. I just, just oh goodness, yeah, that's that's Amazing. outstanding. Um, okay, so we have talked about um, some of the the ad supported platforms or ad supported plans that are coming to some of our streaming platforms. Um, yeah. So uh, Variety reported this week that Netflix is moving up their timeline for the de- their debut of the cheaper ad-supported plan. <laughs> They're moving it to November so that they can get mm. out ahead 
and and into the market with that plan before the December 8 launch of the Disney Plus tier that includes yeah, advertising. I saw that coming as well. Yeah. So here's the thing that I um, – some questions for you. Mm-hmm. Will you be downgrading your Netflix subscription to have ads, to have an ad-supported mm. platform to save yourself some money? Mm-hmm. And, and then – are you going to upgrade your Disney Plus subscription so that you can retain not having ads? Now, this one pisses me off. Yeah. This one actually yeah, makes me – I've talked to my family about I'm very very seriously considering canceling Disney Plus on mm. principle because they're taking – they're punishing us who have been subscribers – and, yeah. get, and making our plan have ads, the only way to avoid the ads is to have to pay more versus charging less and giving an option with ads at a lower price. The, yeah. What do you – Yeah, so here's – Yeah. Here's I, – I recommend you canceling Disney and then going to the month-by-month subscription fee because – when there are the originals, and if you review, if you are reviewers like us or, or film critics, then you have to review some of those bigger titles that drop on the Disney platform. But you can look at their calendar and go, okay, this is when that is the most effective for me, mm-hmm. and I will ha- I will pay for one month worth of mm. that and review and put that out and and work out whether that's going to even cover the cost of that <laughs> subscription fee. Yes. Otherwise, just don't. Yeah. Um, because chances are, if it's the Marvel stuff, you're probably going to watch the Marvel movies at the cinema anyway. Yes. Then it's the series that you're missing out on. And if it's really important to you, then you can have one month and then cancel it afterward. That's what I'm going to do at least. Because I've looked card, at some yeah. of this stuff and there are stuff that's they're just stringing you along going, we've got all the stuff. It's like, yes, I've seen all the stuff before. Yes. Many, many times. And all the old stuff, I don't have time to watch. So it's not like I've got young kids that you know want to watch all the Disney stuff. Uh I, I like I'd like to, but I probably own a few of them anyway. Yeah. And then the Netflix. Mm-hmm. I'm in two minds with Netflix whether I cancel Netflix altogether mm. and <laughs> and do monthly again and figure out because again for critics you can get a critic account you don't necessarily need true sure. uh, to have it and I don't know there's so much nonsense on Netflix that I'm like I need more of your quality decent originals for me to warrant having both subscription fees. Because at the moment, Apple are the ones that I want to keep around. Because every, even though there's not as much, they're just kicking out of the park every time they release something. So good, yeah. Yeah. For me, I will, I'm going to keep my Netflix. I mean, like I've said before, I've been a subscriber since the very early, early 2000s. um, Almost when they just first came out. But... While their their originals have been hit and miss for me, the mm. they're acquiring things from the international markets. That's what makes it for me, right there. That I mm. I get all yeah. of these these properties and these this content that is non English, non American, and you can't get it anywhere else. That's the other thing that, I mean, even on Amazon, Amazon is branching out. I've got to give them credit that they're beginning to get more international content, but there's still, it's, there's still a whole lot mixed in there with what you have to buy or rent also. And I think parts of Amazon's issues that they just need to sort out their interface because it's 
so broad and vast. It's very hard to find what you want when you want it. They they need a change. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So I will I will not be downgrading my subscription of Netflix. Um, right. My wife is my wife watches a lot of Hulu. She she enjoys mm. some of the programming on there, and we pay for the ad supported platform right now. Um, but mm. because she watches so much on Hulu, uh, we're we're really considering moving to the ad free platform on that. Um, yeah. I've talked to my son because my son, um, my youngest, who still lives at home, um, we. When I said that I was strongly considering canceling Disney Plus, I mean, his head almost exploded because he I mean, he watches to be fair. He's the one that watches most out of everything. I mean, he watches, you know, he'll rewatch the Clone Wars stuff, um, mm. you know, all of the Star so Wars. Did you say, <clears throat> well, you can pay for half of this subscription? Well, I told him maybe you can just you can pay for the subscription. You know, he yeah, does work. There you go. I think he can, I think that's fair enough. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I you know, and that mm. if he if it means that much, because here's the other thing, too, I I don't remember the last time I reviewed a Disney property. Um, mm. I, short of a Marvel movie that I saw in the theater, um, yeah, I don't. You know, I haven't really. You're not even doing this series. No, are you? I'm not. Yeah. No, I don't. I I don't have enough to say about them individually. I think to make it worthwhile. Mm. And uh, yeah. by the time that the entire series has come out. Um, it's dead end. I, yeah. I think everybody it's else has already said news. some things about it. And so that's, which is fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, I don't know. Regardless of that, I, I'm not sure that I want to keep it only out of principle. Like it pisses me off that they're going yeah. to penalize me. It does for seem being, weird. It, it, it feels like <laughs> when you go to a new service for your internet provider, and you see your old internet provider go, hey, we're offering so-and-so for 24 months yeah. at quarter of the price that we were on. Like, I've just paid, yeah. like, three times as much. That's, well, that... You- and now you're offering, it's 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 the same thing. And it, they're, they're going to lose customers that way. I, I, I canceled DirecTV. I was, a, I was a customer of DirecTV for 10 years. And right. I got a, a flyer in the mail talking about how it for new subscribers all of these perks that they got <laughs> for cheaper than what i was paying and so i called up direct tv and i said hey uh, this is what i got in the mail it is drastically better of an offer than what i'm currently getting what can you do for me i, I didn't huh. even say give me the same thing for the same price i just wanted to know yeah and they said there's nothing we can do for you and I, so what if you had canceled your contract and then started up a new one? You, oh, you, you couldn't. No, but I mean, if you, you, you couldn't because you it was tied to the address. Ugh. And so, but, and see, and that's what they were like, well, if you cancel, you won't be able to sign up again for, it was like 90 days or something. And I, I looked at my wife while I was on the phone with them and I was like, you okay if I cancel? She's like, yep. And I said, cancel our service effective <laughs> immediately. I, I was done. And for 10 years now, I have not had direct TV. I have not paid for cable. I have not paid for satellite. So they lost 10 years worth of revenue because they couldn't make the deal the same as what they were offering new people, Yeah, which is a ridiculous business model. It is not yeah. good customer retention. You know, I mean, you, you know how no. to attract people. You just don't know how to take care of the ones that you... That- Imagine getting an email from Netflix saying, you've been a customer of ours for 10 years. We're going to lower your subscription fee just by a pound or $1. You'd be like, 
Okay, cool. Thanks, man. Yeah. Th- that wow. good feeling that you get, they actually care about keeping me as a customer. Yeah. Even if they gave me that a month is a good free. business model. You know what I mean? If yeah. They gave me, which, yeah. Is, which is what? For me, I think it's $15. Okay. Yeah. It's, Happy Christmas. It, you don't have to pay this month. Right. Yeah. We, we you know, cause yeah. they just did their whole, um, they've been out where 25 years Netflix has. And I think I've been with yeah. Netflix for like 23 years or 24 years. I mean, how yeah. awesome would that be for them to just say, Hey, we recognize that you've been such a longtime customer. Here's a month free. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. That, Hey, yeah. That would probably ensure that you're a customer for another 20 years rather than like with Disney. Now you're going to cancel because they're, they've they've just proven they're not out for the customer to look after you they're just out for themselves bottom dollar they don't actually care about yeah they don't actually care about their their investors which is which you are yes because you're putting money into it every month or or year yeah nonsense Mm -hmm. uh talking about nonsense we're gonna (laughs) try avoid talking about more lord of the rings nonsense but more talk about how crazy it is that over 20 visual effects studios and 1500 visual effects artists worked on the lord of the rings the rings of power and provided close to 9500 shots that's how epic in scale this series is that is you know and i just this week i started watching some tutorials on doing map painting within like after effects and stuff like that just because not that i'm not that i plan on doing any of that but i always love learning things and so i was watching just Mm. some tutorials on how they were doing it and everything and so this is like that's consumer grade type you know of stuff Mm. to watch i would love to watch a team like that of i mean like the experts of experts do this mm. you know at a at a special yeah. effects house i think that'd be a really interesting series actually like wouldn't that to watch even a live stream camera <laughs> of somebody working yeah. right just logging now and again to see like how like far along they've gone yeah and i just don't, i don't want to watch the render time that's gonna be boring no. <laughs> <laughs> but just watch him eat his noodles as his computer's rendering exactly but dude I, I think that would be cool i mean just the creativity and the artistry that goes in there I mean, I think it's. I think people sometimes just take it for granted because we see we see terrible CGI, and then we see really mm-hmm. great CGI, and we can compare the two. But the yeah. the artistry that goes into crafting what we see, that is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, okay. So a computer's doing it, but as a person is still telling that computer what to do, and it's using their own no, it's, eye. It's teams and teams of people yeah. creating like seconds of work. For months, it takes seconds. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that is a crazy. Huge I personally team. think they should they should get Oscars way more than some of the actors and the directors do. Oh, totally. The directors and the actors do a great job, yeah. but the amount of work and the skill that goes in behind the camera, mm-hmm. the you know, consistently still not stunt guys and you know not getting yeah. the Oscars, and I just it's so uh, so wrongly balanced still. Well, and we know. I wonder if we we'll ever get there. Post production <laughs> makes or breaks a film. I mean, absolutely it, yeah. It, it's, yeah there there's so much well, that goes in there after they have stopped filming that's when really yeah. the movie making begins <laughs> you know i mean oh, <sighs> goodness okay okay so shia labeouf yes he's been in the news <laughs> a bit this week so one positive he's been cast in francis ford coppola's megalopolis uh-huh and in and like 
if you're casting anything with Francis Ford Coppola, yeah. Coppola it generally means you're a decent actor. Mm-hmm. And I think Shia LaBeouf is actually a very good actor. I've seen him Agreed. in some indie films and some uh, really great, other than the Transformers films, uh, really fun films. Uh, I really like that one with him as the 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 Burbs sort of remake. Where he oh, was in the, um, also like Rear Window sort of remake. Yeah, where he was under oh, house arrest. Really, Disturbia? Disturbia, I think called yeah. Disturbia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really like that. I thought it was really fun, really good. So here's disgusting film goes, Shia LaBeouf has been cast in Francis Ford Coppola's Megalopolis. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then I read the second part of their tweet. Shia LaBeouf will be on trial in April 2023 for FKA Twigs has filed a lawsuit against the actor, accusing him of sexual battery, assault and infliction. What? Infliction of emotional distress. The, what the hell he, the dude does have issues okay i mean he's he's yeah we has we has seen he's been a bit weird and all over the place for a while hasn't yeah he? i mean he's he's a talented actor that's not so that i mean that's sad to hear that he has these allegations i don't i i know nothing about them i'm not going to even speak to whether you know <laughs> that but um i mean obviously needs to sort some stuff out um so the larger question for me, Chris, is how consistently now we are hearing mostly men in Hollywood, all the stuff is coming out the work, yeah. the woodwork, and it just doesn't stop. It makes me wonder, like, are there two sides to this coin? Either it's not true or it is. But because it keeps coming out, there seems to be a, what's the word? There seems to be a trend of what is allowed as long as you get away with it. But now that we've seen how much Hollywood stuff has gone under and swept under the carpet because they are a pretty high profile actor and people don't want to say anything. And when there is no consequence Mm -hmm. for you as a human being, you have your moral standing line shifts to the darker side. Unfortunately, that seems to be the way of things. And you think, I'm Will Smith. I can slap somebody in the face in front of millions of people. Now, that's the sort of thing that is seen in front of cameras what goes on behind the scenes and this is some of that so there is a like a much larger question to uh, you know and conversation to dissect it just i always go this is consistent daily it is yeah it's an epidemic it's a it's a it's very unfortunate especially and it's i think it's a highly disgusting when we learn about everything that has been covered up or that has been allowed You know, that, that, yeah. which, which only perpetuates it then, yeah. you know, and that's, that's, so you have these people who not only the perpetrators, but the victims and the poor victims that, you know, either have to deal with that, have to still work on set with somebody, or they have to make that choice of like, well, I'm just going to leave. And then it detrimentally affects their paycheck. Mm. And yeah, yep. it just, there's, yeah, there's something wrong. There's something broken that needs to be fixed. D- speaking though of to continue on with Shia LaBeouf, there's more. All right, there's more. So, yeah. Oh, no. So he uh, apparently, excuse me. Did you see the movie Honey Boy? That was yeah. about his uh, supposedly an autobiograph- autobiographical, yeah, kind of about his life. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Apparently, his dad is not really like that. He, I'm not even going to say took creative liberty. Apparently, he lied and he 
Oh my just gosh. made his dad, he vilified his dad for the sake of a story and then touted it as real. Right. So this this is going to speak to his character uh, uh, as a person. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But then you also- Because it was very well received, that film. I loved that film. I thought it was haunting. I thought it was, I mean, it was it was a devastating story, but it was really well done. Um, then huh. though, so there's this movie coming out in a couple of weeks. Don't worry, darling. You've heard of that? Yeah. Olivia Wilde, yeah. Um, her- the, yeah, I'm which, looking forward to it. Yeah, which there's- there's weirdness around that whole movie anyway, but there is a, I don't know if it's a tweet or I don't know if it's a lawsuit. I don't know exactly what's going on, but Shia LaBeouf at one point was set to star in that. In, oh, in really? Don't worry, darling. Oh, yeah. Okay. And yeah. something, whatever it was, wasn't working out. And so right. he, he has apparently text messages that he has now put out between himself and Olivia Wilde about how it was an amicable parting of the ways, that it was just a professional type of, you know what, this isn't going to work out, I, for whatever that reason is. But mm. now it's being spun by Olivia Wilde that it's not necessarily the case, that she is like, no, you know, he was, I don't know, what was it, a nightmare or something like that, that it's just, it's not what the what the text messages that he has put out show. So it's very right. like I don't know if it's false controversy just to get more buzz around the movie. I don't know. I don't know what the the motives are for it. But mm. again, dude is just like, embroiled in something, whether or not he meant to be or wanted to be. <sighs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Olivia Wilde. Do we trust her? I don't know because there's also with this this movie has some weirdness going on around it also because um, she she tweeted out that she was upset that the MPAA um, made her remove um, some oral sex scenes from the trailer of Don't Worry, oh. Darling. Um, okay. Now, here's my thought on this. Like, I, I, you can't I don't really care. show much. I, I don't anyway, care about the trailer. Sec- yeah, one or the two, but. Let's stop with showing too much in the trailers anyway. How about that? Yeah. that that's my biggest, yeah. that's my concern right there, is stop <laughs> telling the story in your trailer. Give me a tease, yeah. make me intrigued, and then shut up and just tell me the release date. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't need to know the movie before I go in and see the movie again, because that's why I'm going to the movie. Um, but then also uh, Florence Pugh is doing very limited PR about yeah, I noticed movie. that. She and it's also apparently she's got something else, like she's on another movie. But I'm not so sure about that. No, it's not. It was it was surrounding some kind of disagreement with Olivia Wilde that, yeah, like she is she is actively not promoting. Um, excuse me. Let me clarify who I'm talking about. Florence Pugh is actively not promoting or pushing out any of the publicity that Olivia Wilde talks about. Her co-stars. Yeah. She's she's doing that. She's pushing that out as you know, and and collaborating yeah. with them. But so I don't know what's going on. I don't know what what went on behind the scenes there. Maybe it'll come out more as we go along. But something went down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which which I like. I'm trying to stay out of the drama of that because I don't want it to taint anything going into the film. Because I'm very intrigued by the weirdness of that teaser trailer that I saw. So yeah, yeah. Well, um, okay. Uh, so some better news. Yes. 
So last week we talked about how Top Gun was like doing so well, was still in the cinema and, <laughs> yes. and made the like top ten. And then we were kind of worried about it because it was going digital, and that might have taken away from yeah. any, any extra money it could have made. Mm-hmm. That wasn't the case. That was not the case at all. <laughs> no, <laughs> Top Gun Maverick has become one of the top twenty best-selling digital releases in history after only one week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is insane. <laughs> and, right? the, and the physical hasn't even come out yet. The physical media has no. not. It, that's just in digital down. <laughs> that's just digital. And we know people are going to buy the physical. That's something people actually want. Yes. To ho- like, well, I definitely do. Like a collector's thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> it's insane. Well, and it's still going to do, I think it's still going to make a lot of money wherever it's playing in the theaters because there's, I mean, your best sound system and your best screen that you could have at home yeah. is still not going to compare to the monster-sized no. screens that you see it in the theater. Oh. No, it's not. That's no. such happy news. I'm glad that it's that it's <laughs> continuing to be so successful. So good. Um, yeah, do you have any more news? I have no more news. No. Okay. Um, news doubt. Uh, just delving back into the Godzilla franchise. Yes. The director, what's his name? Uh, Wingard. Because uh, he's been on and off. Is that Adam? But he's coming. Yeah, Adam Wingard. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Yeah. He's coming back. He's back on board. Huh. Uh, yeah. Okay. Which is interesting. So they obviously sorted out whatever issues there were. And uh, yeah, he's fully on board yeah he, this closest thing to a synopsis so far for the film is the last entry follows up with all new cinematic adventure putting whatever against a, a colossal undiscovered threat hidden in their own so it's, it looks like they're all kind of heading towards another godzilla movie i'm a i i don't know about this franchise anymore i think it lost its way a bit it didn't quite come out like i really liked godzilla the 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 first one that they did and i really liked kong that they did and then i loved the the fight you know when we had godzilla (laughs) fighting obliterate the city (laughs) it's fantastic but then we have kong versus godzilla and they like it's weird axe building and then they always get lost in the the human story rather than just giving us the Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody cares about the humans in, in these. <laughs> yeah, I do want to see that. Um, you know, and I don't remember which movie it was in, but it was um, where Godzilla is swimming underwater. And, yeah. and it goes into that, um, like that ancient temple type thing. That's yeah. Like, I yeah, right. want that yeah. story. That's. You want to know why, where that came from. Yeah. Do an anime or an animated series. Possibly you could do it that way. You could, but I want a full movie. I want a live action. Let's make the next Godzilla movie that. Okay, pitch it. I'm sure they'll. I just they'll did. Do that's it. What, that's what it is. Go make it. There you go. <laughs> okay, you already fine. you already teased it. Make it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I'm all down on the news. Okay. Should we talk about uh, what we're looking forward to? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, what are we looking forward to? <laughs> the Okay, so um, this one I'm really I'm I'm like I know outside of a teaser trailer I know nothing about it other than I did see a tweet by Edgar Wright who apparently got to see the movie like last week or something and he he was basically Ooh. saying don't watch any trailers don't read anything about this don't 
do anything. Are you ready? Just go to the movie and see it. Uh, Barbarian. <sighs> okay. I I get to see a screener on Tuesday, and I am so oh. looking forward to this movie. I nice. Like I don't. I'm hoping that it lives up to the hype that I am trying to not create in my head. Um, <laughs> but mm. it, it it looks weird and it looks dark, and I hope it's not predictable. That's that's where my fear <laughs> kind of goes okay. to. So yeah, yeah. That's that's one of the ones that's nice. at the top of my list. Right. Okay. Yeah. What else you got? Um, there is um, Cobra Kai season five is coming to Netflix this week. Yeah, I I've started watching it. Have you? Okay. <laughs> or, or do you yeah. like it so far? I know we can't really talk about much. I do. But, okay. I really do. <laughs> okay. Cool. I um my this is my fear. I have not started watching season five yet. Season right. four. I enjoyed, but not nearly to the degree of the first three seasons, because to me it was feeling yep, like fair. it was um, that it was becoming repetitive. In in it's not this is not repetitive. This is different. Nice. Okay. Yeah. See, that's yeah. That, that. Just from the outset of what I've seen, I was like, oh, they're doing this. Okay, that's cool. Cool. Good. That see, that was that was a thing. Like I, I yeah. I love the I love the storyline. Mm. I love that we focus on William Zabka's um, character. I think that's you know Johnny yeah. is is him as the hero in this story. Yeah. I, just, I, think, I actually think he's the the best um, character in there. I would say I don't really want to see the adults fight martial arts anymore. It just it lets yeah <laughs> as as much as they used to be good at martial arts fighting. It just lets it down. Now, there is a scene <laughs> in, in in the new season where I see one of the adults fight. I don't think that's a spoiler just because or, or breaking embargoes or anything just because that's bound to happen. Sure. We're watching Cobra Kai. Yes. Uh, but there's a scene where one of the adults, not saying who, fights another adult that is from another martial arts type of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say what. And I was just, I was just like, I was swearing. I was like, I call bullshit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Never in a million years would that happen. <laughs> it just was so far removed from being believable. Okay. I was just like, come on. It was like a toddler fighting a ninja. Oh. It just wouldn't happen. Okay. <laughs> Which I would pay to watch that, but that would be funny. But Yeah, for sure. But I'm betting on the but ninja the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> well toddlers can be scary man true true <laughs> uh, oh what's on your list okay yeah so we talked we talked about this briefly off uh camera and off audio but there's a new mcu launching but it's not mcu it's a new franchise yes that could be an mcu-esque for uh, I wouldn't say India, but it's I don't it, I don't know the exact region. It's well, there's there's three languages that it's coming out in, and I don't know which is the original language. So I would say Indian <laughs> right. cinema to be Indian yeah. cinema. Okay, yeah, Brahmastra mm-hmm. Part One, Shiva. Yeah. <laughs> I just do yourself a favor, go and watch twenty seconds of the trailer, so you're not spoiling it for yourself because that's what trailers do these yep. days. But to get yourself in the the idea of the epicness that this film is bound to be as the start 
of a brand new franchise yes i think this could be a lot of fun i think this is going to make all the monies and you know if rrr or as another reviewer uh, said (laughs) 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 called it which i thought was hilarious uh i'm sure you've heard if you're listening i'm sure you've heard of that film by now because it's everywhere like it's one of those films that has broken its boundaries yes from who the intended audience is and the rest of the world like this is cool this is fun this is what i want this is what film used to be and that's what i liked about rrr it was just it 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 knew what it wanted to be And it did that. Mm-hmm. It didn't shy away from the craziness. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the film where somebody throws a panther at someone. Yeah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and it works. They, it is. <laughs> that's what I want yes. from this movie. Oh, yeah. I, I wanted to embrace its craziness. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The, there is a series coming out this week. Netflix has announced this. Um, they have a trailer for it. It is on the mm. platform. Like you can add it to your list to be reminded that it's coming out. Cool. But curiously enough, for <laughs> for critics, um, Netflix does not have any press releases about it. They do not have any assets about it. They do not. Yeah, it have, doesn't exist. It Chris. does not exist on the back end of <laughs> of the Netflix site, <laughs> which is so weird. It is this series called The Imperfects, and it's. Mm. It's not I don't know if it's necessarily a YA series, but it it it's got like um special powers that these uh these young adults have been imbued with. Uh, I mm. think like I'm intrigued by the trailer. I think this could be It's Italian, fun. right? No, I believe it's English. Like American. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. It's um no. Canadian. What? It's Canadian Canadian and English. What yeah. is going on? Because this was on their uh their, Geek their Week. showcase. Yeah, like, Geek Week. Yeah, yeah, Geek Week, which is a big thing of like the, all the cool things that are coming out. Yeah. It's that is weird. I mean, here's the tagline. After an experimental gene therapy turns them into monsters, three 20-somethings band together to hunt down the scientist responsible and force him to make them human again. So this is one of two things. It's either they're trying a new tactic with marketing and thinking, uh, we don't need to promote this via critics. We're just going to let the audience judge for themselves. If that's the case, fair play. Yep. Go for it. Let's do that. We'll do, once it's out, we'll review it and be like, this was cool. Or you ever been to one of those screeners, Chris, where <laughs> the press screen is you're going to the cinema. It's like the night before the embargo is for the, the day of the moment that it, it's released. But the screen is full of an open bar and a goodie bag. And you're like, hang on a minute. <laughs> 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 Something's fishy here. <laughs> it could be that it's so bad <laughs> that they don't want us to review it. <laughs> Maybe. It is 10 episodes. I don't know how long the episodes are. Um, I don't know if they're, you know, 30 minutes or if they're 45 minutes. It's crazy. I was looking forward to this. It was so surprising that they're not talking about it at all. Yeah, it looks, it has this comic book-esque feel to it. At least mm. in some of the title treatments. Now, whether or not it, it goes through that within there, but I mean, it has, like, I get the sense of some of it. Like, if you enjoy X Men, then this is mm. something that you that you could enjoy. Yeah. So I nice, yeah, I, I okay. am definitely looking forward to it. It comes out on 
let me check my calendar here, the uh, Thursday. So Thursday, uh, September 8th. Um, okay. So, yeah. Nice. Okay. Oh, cool. Um, on Netflix. Yes. There is a cute animated series with, I like the style of it and the synopsis, B and Puppycat. So you probably had me at the title because I think that's a great title. Mm. But it reminds me of a little bit of, you know, remember that series that I reviewed that was like, had all the emotion in every single episode. Um, that people like were responding like every single episode that were just crying. Oh, was that uh, Katara style- Lives Alone? Or, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Katara, there's a, the animation style reminds me of that oh. similar, but then maybe a little bit uh, kind of Studio Ghibli s ish. Okay, just some of the style of it. The crazy thing is, is every episode is just under half an hour, so ranging from twenty five minutes to thirty minutes, hmm. and they're dropping sixteen episodes. Holy, whoa! At once. Oh my yeah. gosh! When does that come out? Yeah. This week. Uh, yeah. One day this week. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of that's a <laughs> lot of episodes. <laughs> right? It's crazy. And that's I mean There's big stuff coming out this yeah, week. Yeah, <laughs> that's a full day of binging like right there. I mean, that's like close to eight hours worth. That's Yeah, that that'll take a while. I'm really thankful I've got screeners because nice. I couldn't do that on the day. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. That's fun. That's fun. I um yeah. I'm gonna tease one that I get to see this week, even though it doesn't come out for another week. Um uh, but I'm really looking forward to this. It's called The Woman King with um Yeah, man. Oh, I'm so looking my forward gosh. to Viola it. Viola Davis yeah. as a Viola Davis. My word has she worked out. She is bosh. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I, you, she would kick my butt up one stride of the street and down the other and then <laughs> come back. If you think for about more. her character like Amanda Wallace, right? Yeah. Is that uh-huh. right? She's Amanda Wallace and the transformation from what then to what she looks now, like you can see her abs, man. I was like, and 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 her strong yeah. muscle definition. Yeah, I was like, oh, I can't wait to see what she's done with this character because she's obviously worked really hard for it. Yeah, it the, the the trailers have made it look like very intense and very emotionally driven. So, well, I haven't seen one yet. I'm avoiding the trailers. Good for you. I'm just gonna go in. Yeah, I'm just gonna go in blind. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on Friday, yeah. on Netflix, okay. is another one of their, you know, like they used to do that thing. We we release a big title every Friday sort of. Thing. Mm-hmm. There's one with Queen Latifah, Ludacris, Beer Bridges, a few other people. It's, it's a crime thriller, suspenseful. It's called End of the Road. Uh-huh. I like all this cast. I haven't had a screener yet. I don't know if you had. I haven't yet either. Have yeah. Yet. I presume they're not going to send it to us because they're being pretty quiet on this title, which makes me think it's not very good and they're worried about it. I'm hoping that it could be fun, but I just don't know with these titles anymore. I've been let down so many times by these. I'm just like, mm. I know I, I like Queen Latifah. I mean, I loved her when she she had a very small role, but I still really loved her in a hustle with Adam Sandler yeah. earlier this yeah. year. She was she's really good as, as the, the wife. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So hopefully uh, this See what I yeah I don't know what to expect from this. I haven't seen a trailer on it. Um, kind of like you, I'm, mm. I'm avoiding the trailer on this one just to go in and blind when I get it. So, so there's a, another film that I'm actually looking forward to much more, mostly because it's weird. I, I like me some when Netflix buys a weird IP. Sometimes they're actually pretty good. Uh-huh. Uh huh. This is Spanish. 
it's it's classed as a teen comedy offbeat absurd and scary those are the the, the key words that they're using it's called holly blood holly <laughs> blood one? i have not heard of yeah. this nice stick this on your list it comes out on wednesday it says desperate to win the affection of his crush a shy teen masquerades as a vampire unaware that the real immortal is lurking in the background ah uh, <laughs> i think what I, I love that i think that could be fun yeah i'm gonna huh. and it comes out you said on wednesday wednesday this wednesday yeah i have not even heard of this that is outstanding i'm so glad you told me about this mm. okay um now this one is definitely up your street just because it is a nordic series Ooh, scandinavian yes yeah do you i'm sure you got this on your list um it's oh poo the title a- entrapped see this is on this is this is not i'm baffled by this okay okay because this has yep. been on amazon prime for years Really? Yeah, this is not a new series. Is this not a new re- uh, remake, maybe? Uh, I would be very shocked if it was, because it's got the same. It's got, um, the, so it's, the series is from 2015, okay? Wow. It's directed, okay. or at least created, by Baltasar Kormakur, who- um, Have you seen it? I See, I was looking at the trailer, because when I saw this, because it has um, Olafur Dari Olafsson, who is- yeah. um, He's the main actor. He's, uh, if you saw Secret Life of Walter Mitty, he's the helicopter pilot in that. Yeah, he's great. (laughs) I love him. I've seen it. I've seen him in a couple other things. He's great. Exactly. So this, though, like I, when I saw this on, it's originally called Trapped and you can watch in the US, you can watch seasons (laughs) one and two on Amazon Prime today. Do you you really think it's the same thing? Uh, I don't. It's the same. It's. Okay. In a remote town, two seasons. In a remote town of Iceland, police desperately try to solve a crime <laughs> as a powerful storm descends upon the town. Amazon Prime. Okay. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to review this, and then I'm going to say I can tell you what's going to happen in season two. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> ending explained, Chris. Yeah. Because I can explain the ending because I've seen season two already. What on earth? That's so weird. Yeah. And they just na- changed the name. Well, and supposedly. There, wait a minute, what? With, well, and according to IMDb, there are three seasons. The, with okay, the wait, most, wait. Have you read the synopsis that's on net, on Netflix, though? Because here it says, in this trapped sequel, Andre and Henrique dig into a murder of a cult member links to a biker gang's land dispute and a woman's 2013 disappearance. So it's a movie? Could this be a sequel? It's a, is it? Is it? No, it's a series. It's a series. I. <laughs> this is. We're gonna have to do some research and find out. Maybe there's the series on Amazon that, and this follows on that. Maybe because it says, uh, see, according to Amazon, or excuse me, IMDb, which is owned by Amazon, episode three, yeah. Entrapped will pick up two years after the second season. The police duo Andre and Henrika get drawn into a right, war so in the remote highlands where two rival groups fight over specific pieces of land. So this is this is one of those that you need to have watched the previous seasons. 
they Netflix do this a lot, like especially with like uh, world cinema films. I've watched something, yeah. thought it was amazing, but felt like I was just missing something. Yes. And then <laughs> in the comments down below, like, yeah, because this is a sequel or a prequel. <laughs> yeah, like, you're, See, you're, why? <laughs> why do that? I I hate that when I'm watching it and I'm like, what? What? Uh, yeah. You, <laughs> Put them both on at the same time. Let me know. Come on. <laughs> you don't even let people know. Yeah. I mean, in the in the description, it says so, but it doesn't say, like, where you can find the rest. <laughs> yeah. When I don't know where I can find season three. That's the weird thing, because season three is not on Amazon. Oh, isn't this season three? Well, season three. Well, according to IMDb, season three aired in 2021, at the end of 2021. Maybe that was this is season three, and it was just put put back Me- in like the COVID world. Maybe I I'm so confused. So that means season one has ten episodes, season two <laughs> has ten episodes. Okay, so you got twenty episodes to dive through before you can start season <laughs> three, so that it makes I'll sense. Do, challenge accepted. I'm going to do it, and you have Cobra Kai. <laughs> I who needs sleep. You know, I feel <laughs> I've that. also got something else that's 10 episodes. It's uh, Narco Saints. See, I've asked for and this I, and they I, won't give it to me. I'm so bummed. I don't understand why. Yeah, why no, that look, it looks, I'm intrigued by this too. This comes out on Netflix this week as well. Right? Yeah, next week? Every week episode is like an hour or longer as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's six episodes. So. Oh, that's good. Okay. It yeah. is shorter. Yeah. Is this connected to the Narcos world? I can't I didn't, figure it out if it is. Uh, I don't think so. I didn't think so. Well. But the font is very similar to. I wonder if it is because, I mean, it's a. <laughs> is this a South Korean? Um, yeah. But. Yeah, it is. But it does take place like it, it has to do with South American. Um, yeah, it does. Yeah. Mm. So it's Korean crime program suspenseful, but it to secure a better future, Kang Ignu goes to Sur- Suriname mm-hmm. to run a fishery with a friend. It's a small, it's it's a small, it's a smooth sailing until he falls into a trap and ends up in jail. A government agent comes to Ignu's aid, but in return, he must help reel in a drug lord. So it sounds good. It's a great synopsis. Yeah. I like that it's six episodes. Hmm. You know. It's not going to outstay its welcome. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Nice. Okay. There's, there's also a couple of non uh, Netflix originals that they've just that's coming out this week on the platform, at least in the UK. Mm-hmm. There's one that you might. <laughs> this is actually a sequel, but I think you could watch it on its own. It's called X Villain Returns. It's what? it was after the cinema really recently. Uh, EX or when X? a singer uh, EX, okay. yeah. Oh, sorry, EK, not X. Oh, X Villain Returns, yeah. Um, my, my dyslexia brain just saw it, the K is an X, which it could be if you just kick its back, break its back, and then it's an X. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> when a singer goes missing amid a serial killing spree, a capable and businessman's sons cross path in a twisted tale where good and evil is blurred. This has a one of those mixed moral moments. Uh, I quite like some of the action. I've seen some of this. Um, but I think, I think the people that like the original, so there's like uh, the first one, 
because it's a different actor, doesn't have the same presence. At least that's what I've heard. Uh, but I think it's still fun. So maybe give it a go. Is this not the one that you saw like a couple of months ago that was just. Yeah. T- okay. Okay. Yeah. It's very different. Okay. To what people are thinking. But if you're like looking for some good Indian um, content, then you might enjoy that. Thanks. There is also a B horror movie Ooh. coming out on the 10th of September. A pair of vampires learn. Sorry, learn. Lear. Lure. Lure. Lear. unsuspecting travelers to their stately county home for uninhibited sex that has blood-curdling consequences. What? (laughs) What That's the synopsis. What's the movie called? Vampires. (laughs) Really original. Oh, what? (laughs) But V-A-M-P-Y-R-E-S, yeah. Oh, with a Y. With a Uh, Y. Is this... Does it say which year this is from? Because there's one from 1974, but then it's also one from ni- to, from 2015 or 2007. It doesn't say. Okay. But it looks British. That doesn't help either. Um, cool. It's probably, I mean, it's bound to be better than uh, Day Shift. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually like Day Shift. I, I like a sequel. I I do want a sequel. I want Dave Franco to be there, and then it's that'd be amazing. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So there's this stuff coming out this week. Who knows? Could be good. Could be another week of poo. Could be another week of poo. We'll tune in next week for more poo <laughs> to find <laughs> out. <laughs> all right you got any more or is that your, no that's that's you my list yeah cool, cool, i'm cool. gonna vampires has got me all weirded out i don't know i have to fig- <laughs> figure out which version it is too <laughs> which yeah. it seems like we have to do a lot of figuring out yeah netflix is uh putting us on the runaround definitely um in the uk i don't know if this is the same thing for the us the lord of the rings extended editions are coming to the cinema <gasps> no, we were just talking about that last night. We want to go out and see them. Or is it really? Mm. Yeah, on the 9th of September, they've got the first part. And then, yeah, they're the full extended versions. And then, yeah, on the 16th. So it looks like one a week. They're doing the second part. Oh, man. That's... I thought maybe this would be a, a thing in the US as well. I I'm gonna have to look. I mean that because mm. we were talking about it, but because I thought that's a great idea considering, you know, Lord of the Rings is out now at the moment. That that the Rings of Power. Yeah. No, I think well, and that's what that's what really had us. Like, man, we need to. I want to watch this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was saying that if I ever come and visit you, we should do a day. Of for uh, of yeah. um yeah of just Lord of the Rings things we'll, we'll put on our wizard coats and uh, shout none shall pass. <laughs> <laughs> that that'd be fun. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, I think though we have reached the end of our 
uh-huh. of our ridiculousness. Okay, well, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for sticking around. We hope you've enjoyed this. Again, you can always tweet at us, Best We Watched. Uh, our Patreon, patreon.com slash ones with all kinds of different content uh-huh. there and new tier pricing as well. Uh, we encourage you to, to go and at least take a look, see if that's something in some way that you could support us. Uh, please check out our individual YouTube channels and like, share, and subscribe those. Ruben with the Ruby yes. Tuesday. Me, Chris, with Movies and Munchies. And we will be coming back to you next week with the best thing we watched this week as far as news mm-hmm. and everything looking forward to as well. So have a great yep. week. Uh, if you're in the United States or in California, don't burn up this week because the triple digits mm. suck. Um, it's, just, it's, it's warm. Yeah. I hope that wherever you happen to be, you can find some cool weather and have a great time uh, watching some good stuff. Take care. Yeah.